let's go. Drinks on Dusty, let's start the show. Drinks on Dusty, coming in hot, coming in to blow up the spot. Guess we picking what we be drinking. We don't know what Dusty is thinking. We are here to have a good time. See where the combo may just climb. Sit back, put your drinks up. Come on, y'all, fill up your cup. Drinks on Dusty, let's go. Come on, y'all, start the show. Oh no. All right, everybody, welcome to this newest episode of Drinks on Dusty. I am your host to your favorite drinking podcast in the entire world, mm. Dusty, and today I have a special guest. Now, this is going to be, I think, and all the guests, the dynamic, the relationship with this guest, I think is going to be the most exciting one yet. <laughs> um, we have been saying we've started dating at the start of this football season, yep. and we're still getting to know each other. <clears throat> mm-hmm. This man, uh, went to. he's a almost... What I like to say, he is a better version of me in every way possible. (laughs) We are basically the same person. He's just a little bit better on the scale and everything. He is an actor, Nebraska boy like myself, um, pretty freshly moved to New York City. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's currently just got done with the show at Drunk Shakespeare Mm -hmm. that he performs with uh, throughout the week. Uh, his name is Justin Minchow. So, Justin, welcome to the podcast, brother. Hey, thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. How are you feeling today? I'm feeling frisky. You're um, feeling what? Frisky. You know. Why are you feeling frisky? Oh, you know. Um, I woke up this morning and I had a great poop. Um, and that's kind of just the hallmark for a good start to the day. So, ever since you know, ever since that moment at, I think it was like 823, um, I, I, knew that, I knew that I was going to have a good day. You knew um, you were going to have a good day. Yeah, exactly. It's meant for that. Yeah. Um, Justin, thanks for being on. I'm excited to have you. Thanks. Um, first, what the fuck are we drinking today? Uh, we're drinking. Uh, we're well. We've we've got an we've got an assortment of drinks. To assortment. Say we have a shit ton. <laughs> yeah, we have a shit ton. Um, but yeah, we got some twisted teas here. We got some. We got some JMO, Terramana, <laughs> some Jack Honeys, <laughs> some orange juice, some orange juice, some <laughs> like, Coors Light, Light and- Basically, like like any date dating relationship I'm on, I'm trying to overly impress and make sure that he's feeling good. Yeah. Um. But so your your drink of choice was our favorite light beer. Bushlight, yeah, which we can't fucking find in this goddamn yeah. city, yeah. Which I don't understand that. I don't know if it's. A, I don't. Is it just a Midwest beer? Is you that know, what people it is? say that New York is the greatest city that ever lives. But if it was, they would be able to haul in a quality beer. You think, right? You so think. What? Um, so what's your? We don't have Bushlight, so we have Coors Light. Yeah, which is all right. Which used to be my favorite one. I well, yeah, and that, that's always my like that. That's what I always pivot to. If they don't have Bush. Is it Coors? Yeah, I always pivot to Which Coors. they don't ever have Coors, though, on on a lot. Like, if we go, Coors is, it's, it's Bud Light and Miller. It's it always Bud Light. And Bud Light, Bud Light sucks. <laughs> I'll say it, and I'll die on that why hill. Do you, why do you think Bud Light it's, sucks? Oh, it's sugary, dude. It's so sugary. So, <laughs> go ahead. That, that's all I'm. That's, that's all. Like, I'm just going to leave it there. So it's what do like you Bud say to the people that say that every light beer tastes the fucking exact same? Oh, well, then you just don't drink beer enough. You don't <laughs> like, drink beer enough? Yeah. You're you, doing better at life than you're not drinking. Yeah, life. or you're just one of those pretentious assholes that, like, drinks IPAs all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, did you ever get into, like, the IPA kick? <clears throat> no, I like, when, when I had my little craft beer phase, which we don't talk about, really. Yep. Why um, don't we talk about that? Because I just hate me <laughs> in that moment. 
when was this craft beer phase? It was like it was when, when like I was thirteen or like what's going on? No, 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 no. <laughs> I was I was working at a bar, so then I you know I started getting into the craft beers and like everything because I was working behind a counter and um I, I the the amber ales and the uh like the darker beers like i got kind of into stouts a little bit and stuff like that but i never got in like ipas when i drink them they sit like they sit with me for too long yeah and then everything i drink like they they taste good i'll give them that but they sit with me for too long and then everything i drink after that tastes like an ipa (laughs) yeah i'm just not not and everything drinks like and then i think there is also just this whole thing about like people who drink them religiously just like think they're better than everyone else they definitely and i'm I'm which is hysterical as to where the fuck that comes from like just calm down um but then we get i get made fun of a lot for me just liking light beer like that's trash why'd you bring this trash in here but i'm like it's i don't know i don't know if that's do you think that's maybe something we grew up with i don't know like it was I I got I've gone into like having the IPA phase where I, I know, there's IPAs I love yeah there's pilsners I like yeah but I'm I don't now I don't if I'm drinking more than one like I'm like I'm just gonna drink a light beer I'm not gonna fucking fuck with a, a IPA that I could probably just drink too much of and then I'm doubling the fucking calories that I'm fucking drinking yeah and that's the that other shit. thing it's like that's what light beer was made for light beer was made for I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna watch a football game and I'm gonna drink some beers. Yeah. Or I'm going to go to that's a, that's also the other thing is like if you ever go to like every single person that's like, oh, wow, you brought that shit to this party. It's like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. If we went to a concert <laughs> right now, you would be drinking a Bud Light. Yeah, you, you would, would be drinking. You're not going to who's going to go to a concert or a football game and be like, hey. Hey, do you have do you have the snake bite IPA? Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> like, yeah, it does. It does. Even when you say it like that, like when you have to order that, let me get this. Shut, shut the fuck up. Order a goddamn whiskey. I don't know if it's the Simpleton shit in us, but yeah, I don't know, I'm like, man. fucking, why are you ordering that? Like, Goose know. Island. I'm like, all right, cool. But anyone that has that, give me a snake bait IPA. What kind of? Uh, this? I don't shut even know if that's up. a thing. I just uh, made that up. It probably <laughs> is somewhere, but it sounds like exactly fills in that. <laughs> connotation of it just being a douchebag fucking yeah, drink. Yeah, no, and uh, that like that's just the thing. I think it's just you know like sometimes people are just like, hey, I wanna um I wanna be I, I wanna make myself seem better than you, and you're like, so you so so you pick on what alcohol I drink? That's so weird. <laughs> like, Why do people? Do you that? who shoots Bartons in the, the yeah, room by themselves? Get the fuck out! It's yeah. like. I don't, that is so true because so many people, they're so like, whatever you're drinking, they, they have opinions about it. I'm like, yeah. we're all here for, like, if you're sitting at a bar, we're all fucking here for the same goddamn reason. We're all getting to the same place. <laughs> you're just riding a bike and I'm taking the express bus. So, like, like why are we fighting? I like that analogy. Yeah. You're riding a bike. I'm on the fucking express train. Um, so, to go back to what we're drinking. Bushlight. When was the first time? Now we're gonna pretend like our Coors Light's a Bushlight. All right. And then your 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 choice was a Twisted Tea, which is a, a fucking high. I've never had this. Oh, so good. But it's an iced tea mm-hmm. with fucking alcohol, right? It's basically just brisk, like it's a spiked brisk tea. So That's what I love about you that. said you had a bunch of stories of the like. When's the first time you had this drink? Well, so like the the stories date back more with like Bushlight. If I'm being okay. completely honest, but All the right. Twisted Tea kind of came into the picture about like. Like four years ago. Okay. And like, so like, you know, like I said, Bushlight, like that was our go-to. We were, we, you know, 
we were out camping or sitting around a fire, hanging out in, you know, my buddy's garage, whatever it was, we were, we were always drinking bush. Yeah. And then when's the first time you had a bush light? Like what's the first time you ever drank? The first time I ever drank was in Gothenburg, Nebraska. Okay. Um, Gee, mom and dad don't listen to this part of the segment. Um, <laughs> I was, so at this, I think at this time I was, it was, I was 15, okay. 15 going on 16 and we were going out fishing. We have like Gothenburg, Nebraska has got like um, these great fishing spots, like mm-hmm. right outside of the yeah. city limits. This is going to be the most country fucking episode. Uh, I fucking live A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I fucking love it. And. We would always, uh, we, we go out there every single year. Like, I have already taken the time off this upcoming summer. <laughs> I've so already reserved my PTO to go back to Nebraska for this fishing trip with my buddies. Because I, we have gone every single year since my freshman year of high school. And I've never missed a summer Holy fishing shit. trip up there. But we go out there and it's just, like, all it is is fishing, camping, and drinking like it's just a good guy's getaway mm-hmm. but the first time you know i ever went up there i went up there with my buddies um it would have been myself uh marcus and jack these are like old and, high school buddies and everything yeah they're like yeah. basically you know like my day like my day ones from grade school you know like i knew i'd known these kids for years anyway we went out there and like i was saying it was like my you know my first time out there and Marcus had obviously been out there before, so he kind of knew it was coming. But we're all sitting around the fire, and um, the other guy, you know, like the older guys who still weren't twenty one yet, um, <laughs> they, they had all cracked open their beers, and they were all sitting around the fire. And Kirk was like, um, drinking with us too. And Kirk, Tim's dad, who was like out there supervising, quote unquote, quote unquote, <laughs> quote unquote, the whole trip. He's like, all right, well. I'm going to go to bed. And we all just kind of like look around, you know, <laughs> given the fucking nah, eye like, hey, hey, hey so, this, is our, this is our moment. This yeah, is our moment so, to shine, everybody. So Kurt goes to bed. He hits the hay. And then, you know, I'm just sitting there and, you know, Tim leaves it over. He's like, hey, you want, you want a beer? Oh, I was like, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm trying to act all cool. I'm like, oh, yeah, pretending. Yeah, yeah I'll, you do I guess I'll take one. You're doing the typical, like, you're 15 years old, trying to pretend like you've had one before. Yeah, which I would guess, be like, you know, like, if you're offering. Why do we ever do that? I remember doing that, too. It's just like, do you want a beer to us? Like, I've had, I've had beer since I was 10. Like, I know. You know. And then now, like, whenever somebody offers me a beer, I'm like, oh, no, you don't have to, man. Like, it's, <laughs> it's all good. Like, I mean, get my own. That's so funny. But, yeah, so I'm like, all right. And so they give me a beer. I remember I like for, took my first sip and I was like, oh, shit, this is, I was like, this is, this is kind of cool. So it was, was it good to you? Like, oh, it to tasted me, good? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I hate, like we were talking earlier. I hated beer the first time I ever had it. Fucking hated it. Well, you were saying that you had Guinness, right? Guinness is the first beer I ever okay, drank. That's like, that's like starting off drinking just dry, like just wet bark. <laughs> like. Like, you could have, you like, Bush Light is like water, Guinness is like bark. But even I remember I when I started having light beer for the first time, I didn't, I didn't like it at all. And then I just stayed with the liquor. Because it was like, it could just be because you had liquor first. That really could just be. And maybe it. But okay, so you, you were like, 
<laughs> try not to treat you like you're an alcoholic. Um, you no, drank yeah. it. <laughs> no, but you, you drank was, it and you fucking, it was like good. You liked yeah, it. Yeah, I was into it, but I remember, I, like, I got like halfway through this beer and I was buzzing, bro. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I didn't, because at this point in my life, I hadn't had nicotine. I hadn't drank before like i this was like the first time my body was like <laughs> the, wait, your wholesome body is now being like corrupted chemicals? by yeah it was like my it was, by the it devil was my right buzzing now. virginity they popped my <laughs> my buzz cherry and i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm like i'm like i'm like holy cow like you know like my that whole thing where it's like your whole body is numb you know like your entire like your entire being is vibrating and you know, I've been chasing that feeling ever since then. I've been chasing that feeling ever since then. I'm chasing the feeling of just having half a beer and then being buzzed. So I don't have to spend so much goddamn money yeah, on it. I know, anymore. right? Wouldn't that be nice? <laughs> but yeah, so I, I remember my favorite part about the story is I I was like halfway through the beer. <laughs> I So from then on, I would just like take it to my lips. And then I would just like hang my hand behind my chair and just pour some of it out. <laughs> So you would like st- because you did because I because I knew I could not handle what was happening to my body. I could not one, handle anymore. One light beer. One light beer. That's it. one bush light. And then I remember I even I I feel this is like the worst sin I've ever committed in my life. But I remember I crushed At it. Fifteen is the worst you, sin you've yeah, ever committed. Yeah, I was okay. pouring out perfectly good beer. <laughs> so I so I poured it out and then I crushed it and I threw it in the like the pile of cans that they'd made and I was like, I'll take another. Wait, so you you poured out the beer <laughs> and then I asked for another one is because this, I wanted to seem cool. Yeah, that it was all it's all about the you're yeah. you're trying to be. I cool. wanted to impress the older guys, you know, and. <laughs> Man, from then on, you know, like I drank a little bit more. So I think, I, like all in all, like that night, I might have had like one beer. But all I remember is like we went for like a midnight walk, and one of the dudes, thank God it wasn't me, but he tried to climb a barbed wire fence, and that didn't work Jesus out well. Um, <laughs> but man, that that is kind of like one of those like core memories, you know? Like that's one of those things that's kind of. I mean, that's a me. pretty you know, nice like memory time. for the first time you're drinking. And like the thing I'll say about it is like you know, whatever you think about underage drinking, um, you know, some people are like, nope, and some people are like, you know, like it's not that big of a deal. A lot of people do it. Um, that's kind of the way I look at it. It it's we were we were out camping. Um, we weren't near anybody we weren't gonna go driving you know like safe control camping we were gonna go to our tents and go to bed and that's kind of like that's kind of hot my whole view on the thing like you know you can raise your kids however you want you can think whatever you want when it comes to underage drinking i would never like i think if you're going out camping that's about the best you know like that that's not an issue it's like you're a lot of people think like you know it's like the the whole transportation thing afterwards like you don't want obviously you don't want anybody getting in a car after something like that yeah but yeah but it's it's you're keeping in the controlled environment because i mean i'm just gonna guess because again we're so similar my dad used to do like he would hey you can have you can have a beer with me like we're sitting in the living room mm-hmm. and I can drink with him, mm-hmm. you know, but it's I'm not like here's one and then I'm I'm not leaving my dad's house, you know, yeah. and it's keeping it in a safe way because like I can't imagine I know that because I think we all know that people are going to do it. I'm one of those people yeah. like I'm not a father by any means, but if you're giving like, you know, it might happen. 
But instead of trying to ignore it or being like, do not ever do Don't this. Don't do it. That's when the kids are going to do it. Exactly. Right? And that's where they're going to go somewhere sketchy to yes. do it. You know, like that's where they're going to get themselves into a bad situation. If you are like, listen, if you like you can do this. Well, I, I don't necessarily know if you should condone it, but well, yeah, you know, we're not like, condoning you know, like, it because like, like, yeah, like not like push for it, but like just sit down and have that talk with your kid yeah. where it's like, listen, I get that this is part of growing up. If you are going to go and drink or if you go out and drink, let me know. We won't like I'm not going to like it, it's it's not going to make me hate you. It's not going to you know like nothing like that. We will pick you up. We will get you home. We will get you safe or yeah. do it in a controlled way. Because the last thing you want is for them to feel like they can't go to you for that. Mm-hmm. And then they go somewhere sketchy. They you they get into a bad situation. And then the next thing you know, they're trying to, like, drive home. Or they're, they're, they're or, doing the... Or they get stuck somewhere that they should not be stuck. You know, like, that's where the bad thing Do you feel happen. like your parents were like that with you when you were growing um, up? No, 100%. Like... Were they really strict with that? Or were they, were they following that philosophy so... Or... Is that they were so strict, so now you're like, this is how I would do it? This is a philosophy that comes from my parents were pretty strict about it, but I also like I also had the um like Marcus's parents, like the uh, like they like kind of gave me this viewpoint because of the way that they handled it. Like there were two very different ways of handling and parenting. Mm-hmm. And my parents they they have their justifications for why they acted the way they did based off yeah. of um, like experience that they had growing up and just kind of, um, you know, like it, having talked to my parents about this extensively mm-hmm. is like a big reason as like, I totally understand why they made the decisions as far as, you know, drinking goes um, with their kids. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's like, I, I totally get it. Like, I, 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 I don't hold anything against them. I'm just saying, from if I like when I'm a dad, this is that's how, how you're I'm gonna, going to you're handle gonna it because I it. think if that is how they had handled it with me and my older brother and my younger brother, a couple of situations might have, and, might have turned out a little differently. I, mean, I think that's. I mean, you can. Yeah, you only can. Uh, do it the way that you see and like coming up with a better system because that's what all, every time we're trying to do is we're going our parents. Now I'm, I understand a lot more of how my dad or mom is um, now because I'm older and then it's like, okay, this is the things I get. And these are the things like, maybe if I'm ever lucky enough to be a father, I'm going to maybe do it like this. And I think that'll help avoid situations. When I, I had said something, and I don't know what it was, but I was being sarcastic. It was one of my mean sarcastic comics. And you're mm. like, no, Dustin, I didn't mean it like that. I was like, Justin, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't fucking think that. So I was always wondering, I was like, oh, maybe Justin's not more of that jokey way. But do you think you joke about a lot more things in life? Are you really humorous all the time? Yeah, and I have to. So, like, I mean, definitely. I, I think it, 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 my humor initiated from a place of insecurity. Okay. Um, which like just genuinely, like I know when I was growing up, um, especially in like high school, um, I always like never, like I always never felt like I was cool enough to hang out with the people that I was hanging out with. And it always caused me to be like cautious about the things that I said, which I look back on now. And I'm like, I'm like, man, like, you know, like, especially like the, just the fact that, I'm still friends with all of these people today. I'm just like, wow, why was I ever like insecure about who I was and like the things that I wanted to say and like how I wanted to be. 
And I've actually like had a couple of people, like a couple of friends of mine be like if from my past be like, Hey, like, sorry that I was kind of like, you know, like, I, you know, sorry that I was kind of like a dick to you, like back in the day, like, you know, like, you know, just you like interesting how like all that stuff kind of frames. And so now I've just, I just don't give a shit anymore. You know what people think about. Me. Do you it's feel like, so you carried that a lot of when you were growing up and uh, becoming older, like you carry that insecurity of being afraid of saying certain things, like saying something and being afraid it's taken in a certain con taken out of context or something, or just afraid to speak your mind a little bit. Do you feel like you were shy in that sense? Yeah, I think I was, I think I was just kind of worried to show who I really was. And it, I think a big piece of it was I was, I was a, you know, I, I was an oddball, like in the sense that I grew up, playing sports. I, I loved sports and I loved that scene. And I, you know, I played football, I played basketball, I played baseball, I played all these different sports, but then I was also a theater nerd. You know, I, like I, I danced in and sang in show choir. I played a band instrument and I did theater, you know, like Literally I did plays the, and the musicals, you know, it's just like, yeah, it was like this, like such a, a wide range of things. And so like to hang out with like my football guys, I couldn't really let, um, it, Oh, this is actually a big point that I do love to talk about because I don't think enough people talk about this. So yeah. Okay. I'm hanging out with my football buddies and sometimes I didn't feel like I could really let my theater side out. Right. Yep. In the same way, when I hang, when I hung out with my theater friends, they wouldn't like, they were almost more unreceptive to who I was, on the flip side, my sporty side, my, 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 my dude side, you know, yeah. like my, my Bro-ish, gym yeah. sport, you know, like that bit, kind yeah. of like, like it releasing my testosterone, you know, like, like lifting and like all of that, like they were almost more unreceptive. And that was in, in high school, right? Mm-hmm. When I went to college, I was still playing football and I was still um, doing, th- I went to yeah. college obviously for theater yeah. and dude, Holy cow. When I was in college, the football team was so receptive of my theater life and that I was pursuing theater as my degree and that that's who I was. Like I was the guy on the football team, you know, who was a theater major. Mm-hmm. Which was very uncommon. Um, I mean, yeah, and, it's, but like they, you know, like they were so receptive. Especially of that. where we're where we're from. When yeah. I, whenever I was in, I was given so much shit for being a jock in, in the theater department that the we, theater we, were at, department, that we had at Wesley. I was given so much shit. I was made. I like, and I don't really like. I, I don't hold it against anybody, and I don't necessarily like talk about it all that much. But I was given so much shit. For who I was, the fact that I like was a football player, and I would oh man, like the fact that I w- I would be like late to like rehearsals and stuff like that, but it was because I was at football practice, and like people would give me a hard time for that. People tried to like blacklist me for that, and they don't think this guy cares enough that like, he yeah, doesn't really, exactly he doesn't want this to be his position. Like exactly, he's just they this dumb didn't jock appreciate it. He's just this dumb jock. The only reason he's in the theater like company right now is because he's like a like. He's he's a straight white guy, you know, like that's the only reason he's getting anything like right now. Like and yeah, it was just, like that's just been one of those things that I don't judge, you know, like I don't hold against anybody, but like I've 
kept in the back of my mind my entire life and i'm never gonna let that go you know it's like that's a driving factor as to who i am and what i do I you said a lot of things there. Thank you for sharing that. I'm, yeah, sorry. Wow, that no, no, no. Ran there. This podcast <laughs> wow. about no. It's just everything you said. I met that isn't. Um, there's so many things. Like one, I have. We're we're going to bring this up a lot during this episode of how similar we are, mm-hmm. which I think is so incredibly. It's I'll, I'll like on paper we are literally we should be best friends. Like we have the exact same similar like the exact same thing. Um things that we love mm-hmm. um hobbies and everything yep. we've kind of gone through this exact path where i i was the jock like i'm five wait five years older than you yeah five years because I, I graduated right when your first year at wesley was mm-hmm. yep. so i went through that whole kind of thing everything like i didn't come to college for football i i, I gave up on football after senior years like i don't give a shit enough about this like i don't i'm i love i love football but i didn't i knew that I was not going to do this anymore after I was like, I'm, I don't care. About, yeah. Like I'm not that good or whatever. I wasn't, I wasn't willing level. to give it up. Yeah. I was like, but that's what like Jack and Joan were like, Hey, are you going to the NFL? And I was like, <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. It was <laughs> I one of those. Quit. I was like, I oh, was like, good. I mean, I, I just f- f- decided to find another focus, but like we've, yep. we've had kind of the, the same similar path with everything that we've gone through. Mm. Um, and I think it's interesting one, cause you don't, strike me as a very insecure guy but i guess sometimes i don't strike people as that either and i'm incredibly insecure all the time mm. um i the difference with me like i won't even go through my whole life it's just um with football for me a lot of the jocks my football bros i, I had need that bro bro out in high school but in high school the football guys were the jocks were just douchebags and i didn't we didn't have the money like the idea was like the the guys that were playing like that family had all the money we didn't we didn't have that Oh, and yeah. I wasn't. I dev. I was too girl crazy in high school to give two shits about remembering plays in football. <laughs> it was like I didn't. I was good enough to like be. You're there like. And you're play. like. Okay, so I take ten steps forward, <laughs> and then at the fifteen yard line, I look to the bleachers and I check out the blonde. Okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I was. I didn't. I just didn't. I did not put the effort into it. But you were a theater, a theater person or acting person. Mm. From what age did you start inter- to? love to do that or want to do that well i think i i mean i started my my first theater experience was kind of funny um like it it was my it was definitely like my parents pushing me into the like the church play you know and so i was like a a church play well yeah they well so yeah they did like this um that's awesome like this church like reenactment of like a miracle that happens and like they did it like every year like like, of the jesus of well, it was the it was the it was it was a the 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 sun dancing in the sky, the Our Lady of Fatima. Oh shit! I'm the, such yeah, a bad, no, no, I'm such it was a bad Catholic. So like, so, we, sorry, mom. No, so we, yeah, <laughs> sorry about it. But we, yeah, we would always do that. So I think that like that was my first experience where uh, like you know like I think I was a sheep or something. You know, like I was like <laughs> dancing around, which was like literally just like a black, sheep. like just like a black like suit with like cotton balls like <laughs> glued onto it this will pass as a sheep put them out yeah, there they were like this, all right just work. like send them out there this will do <laughs> let him dance around they were like they're like he doesn't know what he's doing and they're like good it makes him look more like a sheep and, and like <laughs> it works so ask um, people don't know anything yeah. about theater i fucking love it so much yeah um, so so i think that you was have like a couple vibes over there okay yeah <laughs> Fuck you, make, make, it, make it real justin <laughs> Just method act. Method act. God damn it. Um, like our Belasco, like, director. Like, 
Nobody knows what we're talking about anymore. Okay. No. So I, I, I think that was like my first experience. I got into theater, like genuinely into it. Um, because of my older brother, actually. Is your older um, brother in theater? And- my older brother, Tyler, well, he was in high school. Um, he was, he was the, you know, he was the star of the show in play after play after play. Okay. And my parents would always take us to see his shows. And we, awesome. you know, we'd go. I, I remember one of them that sticks very firmly in my head was he did a play called The Nerd. Oh, I and, did that play. Oh, you did? I did that play. Yeah, Who I, played, you? I played the dad in that oh, one. Oh, you were the dad? And nice. I just yelled at the kid and did yep. this whole spanking scene to my friend yep. Dylan or whatever. Um, I was in that play. Yeah, I know that one. It's a great one. It is a good one. But I, that's that is one that um uh, like I remember going and watching him in that play and I was like, "Wow, look." I was like, I was like, "Look at Tyler." Like that looks like fu- he's having so much fucking fun up there. Mm-hmm. Like that is awesome. And so when I went to high school, I was like, I want, I want to do what, what he did. Like I want to, I want to be that. Like, I want to do that. And he was, he was a senior my freshman year, and so we actually got to do a couple of shows together, which was so cool. Like really we did, cool. I think we did Les Mes. and we did. Oh man, what was? Oh, I, I'm not going to be able to remember. What but the, you, you what the it, play was called, but we did a play, and I was I was this like detective named Max, <laughs> and I had like I like I had like I had like Nebraska was, like, CSI five or fucking. five or six lines total, no. but just the fact that I was on stage with him doing these shows, like that was so cool. And it, and it really sparked a love for theater. In performing, me. you wanted to perf- like you just love to do that. I realized, like, I didn't do theater because I wanted to get that feeling, but I got that feeling because Tyler made me wanted to do theater, wow. and so basically, I attribute my entire career to him being in. Like an inspiration to me as a younger brother. So from that moment, um, like when you're in high school, was it was it very clear like this is what I want to do, or was it just like oh this is what I want to do right now as a hobby or whatever? Because you know how we have yeah the, the we have some theater friends that like they've been doing it since they were fucking like f- six years old, which I never I didn't do I didn't start to I did performances or like love to perform and people make people laugh was how it started with me, mm. but I didn't even think about it until I was a junior in high school to be like oh I'm actually gonna do this like this is what I'm gonna go for. Yeah, so I think like coming out of I think like my freshman and sophomore year, well actually yeah, it freshman through junior year it was just a breeze you know like I got you know I I'm very blessed to have the the opportunities that I had mm-hmm. all through high school and college and honestly now and like I'm very just a straight white male jock that yep that's that, why that's the reason yep 100 percent um I don't have any talent like you I have no talent no Justin. talent Just, um, Justin no talent Minchow. Yeah, that's, that's my name. middle name. That's your like, name. Yeah, that's your name. Yeah, birth given, actually. The yeah. nurse. Your mom uh, my, gave my, it to my, you. My, my, well, no, my mom gave me my middle name, and then the nurse was actually like, nah, no, 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 that's not it. Like, I've, I've seen this type. Um, <laughs> he's, you need to name this kid no talent. No, um, <laughs> so we. <laughs> this kid has, I could tell, he's got nothing. Okay? Yeah, he's, he's got gonna, nothing going He's going to be a bum. Um, <laughs> but no, 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 no. We're. I think it was my senior year. Um, this is actually this is one of my one of my favorite memories with my dad. Actually, 
Um, I've like, you know, everybody's got those core memories, but like I've got, this is one of my favorite core memories with my dad was I was, it was my senior year and, um, I had actually kind of set my mind on joining the military. I wanted to join the Marines. Yeah. And I was almost going to do that too. Yeah. That was, that's crazy. That was where I'd set my life. And like that, that was, it was a decision I made. And I sat down with my dad and I was like, Hey, like I want to want to join the military. Um, straight out of high school like i you know i don't want to go to college first i I just want to join the military go serve the country like that was you have family members that have done that have served before Uh, both grandparents yeah both grandparents go yeah and uh i was like you know like like that's i feel like that's my calling um for a long time i had wanted to be a cop um you know like that was kind of like when i was a kid like that was like my thing that was your dream like job yeah i was like you know like for you wanted to be justin what do you you want to be when you grow up like i'm gonna be a cop and i like when we played cops and robbers everybody wanted to be the robber and i was always happy because like i could be a cop you know like that was that was kind of my thing we would play that and then i would go like but i'm gonna be the indian (laughs) so like i guess my mom my mom loved is that a thing well yeah they would do like indians and um we would play Indians oh, cowboys and, and Indians! Cowboys and Indians! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I did Indian. That's a different game. That is yeah, a different game. Just... Don't you judge how my games and how we work. I would implement different things through all of our games. Um, <laughs> like, so you, so cop was like the dream. Yeah, that was, and then it, you know, like when I grew up, I decided that I wanted to join the military, and I had gone through, like, I had gone through a bulk of the process before I'd even talked to my parents. Like, I had, you know, like I had already had a re- recruit. Re- a recruiter. A recruiter um, who I was I talking to, and I had, like, set everything up. And then my dad actually, like, one night, he came up to me. He's like, hey, could we go talk in the red room? And I was like, The yeah. what room? The red room. That was... We you have called, a red room? Yeah, we had... Okay, the so... The fuck is a red room? Okay, hold on. So fancy my parents, uh, No, okay, so my parents, <laughs> they, like, what, we, we had our house, and then they added on... Like, we had, like, a... We had, like, an outdoor side porch... Which was okay. like super cool, but they were like, "We want to make this like a, like we want to make this like a, we want to make this kind of like a little man cave." So they just added walls and a like ceiling a to it, right? And then they painted it red for like Huskers. So it was like our Husker viewing red room. Got it. TV room. Yes, and I so mean, we just okay. called it the red room because our whole house was beige, and then this was just <laughs> scarlet red, just, just fucking scarlet red, like we, completely different from the rest of the house. <laughs> I will say a lot of people in Nebraska have something like that. Yeah, have some sort of a Husker, and that makes a lot more sense. I mean, um, we didn't have that, but I mean, yeah. So I'm we just we just he, we just called it. He was a like, beige hey. ass house, and then a red fucking room. Yep. Got it. She so was like, "Hey, can we go talk in the red room?" I'm sure he closed the door. He was like, "Hey, um, I just want you to consider Nebraska Wesleyan." And I was like, "He brings this up to you, yeah." To go there. And I was like, "I was like, okay, like, kind of like what's going on." He was like, "Well," and this is also coming from a place where I had talked to him a couple, like I talked to him a little bit about, like, I was like, maybe I want to go to Northwestern, maybe I want to go to like Michigan State, like maybe for theater or something like that. And I had submitted some stuff and really hadn't heard anything back, and that's kind of what had pushed me a little bit more towards being like, "All right, well, I." I might just join the military. Like, you know, like nothing really came out of theater. So I just kind of want to join the military. He was like, you, he's like, you should just check out Nebraska Wesleyan. And I was like, all right, whatever. And he was like, okay, we'll set up a, we'll set up a time. And so I, we were talking to him and then they were like, Hey, I was, I was told them that I was interested in theater. And they were like, okay, well we can set up an audition. And I was like, Oh, I was like, okay, so sweet. I got to get some stuff ready. And, then I, 
you know, the day comes and we go and we visit and then I did an audition and that's lit. That was like the first piece that hit the table. And then from there, the pieces really fell into place themselves um, in such a crazy fashion. Um, you know, sometimes I would have to go searching for, you know, the right piece or I'd have to flip it around a couple of times to make it fit. But um, the puzzle almost kind of built itself, um, um, which was, you know, I, like, I don't, really I, cool. I've not had the pleasure of meeting your family. I just, I, I think. My dad in family was complete, like my my mom. My dad didn't want me to do like didn't understand me doing theater. Mm. It's very out of the norm for me to wanting to do that. I should have been doing all this other shit, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I just love the support that you had from both of your family member, your mom and dad, to do this wild thing, which is such a, which I don't think a lot of parents give that support to doing because they want to drive people away from it because it's such a. A crapshoot, most I mean, yeah. for lack of a better word. I, I mean, to I all that as a career. No, I will say that, like, they, I always caught when they were that way. Like, mm-hmm. I never called them out on it or anything. I, well, I mean, maybe there were a couple of times where I was just like, you know, like in a, a rant with them, you know, if we got into a fight or something and I call them out on it. But like, whenever in the moment, I never really would like call them out on it. But there were definitely times where they were like, you know, it was just like, okay so you you know you're working on your acting major have you like supplemented that with like a like you know like just a business something else yeah. minor mm-hmm. something you can fall back on and every single time it came up i said listen i know you guys have my best interest in mind i know you're being just a good parent so like i don't i'm not holding that against you but i if i give myself a plan b I'm going to fall back on that plan B because it's going to be easier than a career in acting. It's going to be easier than a career in acting. It will be. And every single time it's like, Hey, like even when I told him that, like I just said, I was like, I've made the decision. I'm moving to New York. This is like, you know, I'd already set everything up so that they couldn't tell me. No, I was like, no, I have a sublet set up. Like I'm going to New York. And they were like, well, have you thought about this? I'm like, no. Like, I was like, I can't have a plan B because if I fall black, if I fall back on that plan B, like, if there or if there is a plan B to, you I'm just want, talking about the pill right now. So if there's a plan B, you should always take it. Um, you should never not take the plan B because the plan A. Oh God. I'm giving bad advice right now. No, you're Um, not. I mean, um, I'm not going to speak to the plan B shit you just said. (laughs) Um, um, I don't disagree with a lot of that. I think, I think there's, um, you can have other things where you like, if something doesn't work, but it it depends on your mindset. I think it it goes to that. Yeah. Where like, if you're going to be like, this is what I want to do, but if I know I'm going to get a business job and I can, that's going to just be right there to where if it fails, I have that already lined up. Um, I think you can do something to where you can do both in a sense of taking care of yourself financially, which is something I've strived to do here in the city. Yes. And having something to wear, but I, I have to work extra hard to continue that dream. Yes. Like where yeah, it may like, sometimes not seem like I'm still fulfilling that dream, but that's because I work my ass off to be like, now I'm at this point where I can do what I need to do, but I've still been working my ass off in another realm of I have a show that I'm shooting in a couple months. Like, you have I'm, to find that line yes. in your own personal life. Like, okay, so if I go too far this way, when, when, where, 
Like, what is the point that I get to with this part of my life where I just, I will inevitably drop this other aspect for sure. You know, like where I, I have, you have to find the sup, like I will do this and I will still supplement this part yeah, of my yeah. life. Both things. But I think it, it's, um, I think a lot, you'll hear people in act uh, interviews for actors. Like that's all I did. I did it every day. I don't want to struggle like that. Yeah. But I think your mindset though, if you, you have to put that, it takes a lot of dedication. And sometimes people don't have the mindset of, I can't juggle both things or two yeah. things. So I think it's important, like with the degree and now the world that we live in, like it does half the time it doesn't matter what goddamn doesn't degree you have. Matter anymore. So yeah, you got a theater degree. You don't I'm, even have to go to college. Like, yeah, honestly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, basically. Um, that's a whole other tie. I talked to somebody about me and Miles have that whole conversation of was this college degree even worth it if I really want to pursue this? Did I need to do this? No. Probably not. More for the experience. Yeah. But college is a sham in my eyes half the time. Um, but I I just love that you 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 stuck to those guns though, and yeah. yet you're still doing that. And I guess I I had a um, a different mind. Of, I thought it was always like eh, theater. I don't really care. You just don't really care about it. I'm not going to do this. I don't know. Was, I'm picturing this from just what I assumed the first time I ever saw you or whatever. But this has just been your passion for a long time. Yeah. Oh. Like you saying. You almost felt unwelcomed at Wesleyan, which mm. I not not I mean and tell, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I kind of felt a certain way when I came there. I had the weirdest. I've said this numerous times, but my idea of what a theater person was, I was like, they're not yeah. going to get me. They're not going to understand me. Like I liked. I'd rather watch a football game than go see a musical. Yep. I'd rather drink and talk about a bunch of bullshit than study. No, I knew nothing about theater. So I remember I I almost got kicked out of my first show with Jay, uh, uh, Professor oh, Jay Chipman, because I just didn't go to rehearsals. And there's one part of I just don't understand how it worked. And I guess even in high school, like I did it more. I didn't think of it as a theater route. I thought about it as an entertainment route. Mm. I loved entertaining people, making people laugh, um, connecting with people. I loved to act. I thought I was good at it. And that was... It came to the decision when I went to college. It was like, this is the thing. If I had to pick one of my talents, because one of my main goals is to always just take care of my mom. Mm -hmm. So it was like, what, what's the one thing I'm good at that I can do that? I can perform, make people laugh, and I can entertain or I can act. I was like, that's the one skill set I seem to somewhat have. So that's what I'm going to go with. So that's mm -hmm. when I was like, that's what I'm going to college for. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't take theater seriously, really, at all. And I remember Jay, I just didn't go to rehearsals because I wanted to go to a frat party because I wanted to make friends with the fraternity <laughs> or I wanted to meet other people. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I remember when I went, you know how you have that um, network orientation? Yeah. I'm a big networker. I mean, still to this day, that's yeah. my skill set. But do you remember like in Weston, we have the the fir the, the, the beginning of the year, um, what do you fuck we call this? Like get together of all the theater majors and shit. Oh, yeah. yeah I yeah, remember yeah. coming there sat specifically like away from everybody i looked like the lone wolf like i sat <laughs> five seats away from anybody sat there tried to listen and i remember just i didn't feel welcomed it was like i didn't fit in because mm -hmm. i didn't you know what they were i didn't care about it i didn't, you couldn't tell i could tell you what the only theater shows i could tell you about were the ones i was in yeah i didn't know what lay Miz was i didn't know what rent was i didn't know any of that shit so I kind of felt the same way that you had felt, 
where it was I was even told the only reason you get cast is because you're those straight white male that so many times, so many times, man. Which you can take. I think in the end, like it's it was actually a good thing because there's different like showing that no, the theater people don't have to be a certain way. Like I like to do theater, and I'm also. Would you'll catch me watching a football game for the next yeah. three hours? And yeah, stuff. just so because you just set. because you're in theater doesn't mean you have to do all of these things that you know people in th- theater like like it, it, it's a stereotype. Yeah, and like, I think you don't, sometimes you, and you these don't, people don't realize like, that they do that. Yeah, well, they one they don't always necessarily realize that they do it. Two, they don't want to acknowledge that they do because no. it makes them a part of a group of people that like offend other people yeah. and they you, like nobody wants to be a part of that group but like just because because they're don't used to being the ones are, that are being differentiated and, yeah um, yeah exactly like that's like, like and that's a big piece which which comes from a place of like legitimate like truth and truth yeah, yeah like get, that like that is theater that nerd you're this and then the, all this kind of stuff so yeah. yeah and so like yeah there is like merit to feeling that way but like just because you felt that way in the past doesn't mean that like when an opportunity arises to create for a you to get your like odd sense of vengeance, <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. I'm going to pick on this football player yeah, guy it's like, now. Like he doesn't belong here. Yeah. Like, and like make, you know, like, like you were saying, you were like, you weren't necessarily like, um, well-versed in like, shows and like I terms tell you one and show. theater stuff like Half that the yeah times i remember auditioning and i would be like i they'd be like you got this role i'm like i don't know what that is like, yeah all i go in there is do my best on performing i want to audition and i don't even look at the roles and, uh, and yeah, i still kind of this same, day follow that yeah scene. and i was i i like that was the thing it's like i feel the same way it's like and people would make me feel bad or they'd be like name the show and then i'd be like oh i don't know that and they'd be like wow you don't know Mr. Popper's penguins, like fucking, like you no, know, dude, I don't. <laughs> like I don't. And but I, I think, I think there's probably a jealousy factor there too, though. Just in a sense, like I think you come in, and it's like this guy is the literal, like every person, like the typical male that anybody wants in a theater program, so that they can actually cast it correctly. But you know what the thing roles. is? You know what the thing is? You know why? You know why, Dustin? I might have gotten one of those roles. Maybe it's because I didn't fucking care. That's see, <laughs> you I live know. By that maybe motto too. it's because this is why I, I wasn't hand. just like smashing the shit in other people's there faces, crying <laughs> about. See, this is why we're so similar. Like I thought, I would say that now to this day. I'm like, yeah. Like I'm not even talking about college. I'm talking about professional theater too. Like I don't mean this to be a fucking high school trip bullshit. But yeah, yeah, yeah true. I mean, but no, it's a thing. Like. I think certain actors are the- like they would care so much about I'm I'm right for this role. I'm like I didn't care about the role. Yeah, and like half the time I'm I was like, yeah, be, you I'm are. Be me but like- what I'm good at, and if it fits the role, then I'm going to be what I'm. Yeah. I don't have this pre notion of what this role was because I didn't know what the role was. I yeah. didn't know who Stanley from Brighton Beach Memoirs was. I don't. Even I know who know I am. What you just said, I, but okay. I, 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 <laughs> I remember somebody I was just telling that story out there where someone was uh, with my roommates. They were. It was like that was like my first big role, and they were saying, um, like people are like, you don't know who this is, Dustin. I'm like, no, and they were mad that I got it because I it was like I didn't have the appreciation for it. Yeah, that was but oh man, that the doesn't of times mean I, I don't. Heard that but, they were like, you don't even like you didn't even know what show this is from. I was like, yeah, I don't. 
Because I don't, I'm, <laughs> I'm here to bring myself to it, which I think sometimes a lot of theater people lack where they're not as focused on be who you are. Like, yeah, you have to have truthful to the character. Like, I'm not, yeah. I'm not getting that in depth with it right now. But if you just show what you're good at and if it fits, then you, that's like the special that's spark. That's why the role matters. Hey, uh, how, how are you liking them? These are pretty good. Yeah. I mean, yeah Ooh, let's take a break. So, shit, yeah. Uh, I've been drinking the Swiss the the twisted teas. Never had it before. Um, check my Instagram. A couple of my friends are like, "Jesus Christ, Dustin, you're drinking these? They love them. Listen these up, are fucking listen, really just, good." Just, just, just. Nice little crack. Give them a crack. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Josh. That was like it had the double like the <laughs> like it was, was really it was good. both parts. But these are really good. So I appreciate uh, you bringing these. This like my favorite yeah. thing is to try new drinks and everything. Yeah. Um, we've done a lot of theater talk. Yeah, but. <laughs> That's who you are. But I mean, oh, we'll, we'll stay on the same subject and everything. But like, we, we fast forward into you've done this whole thing now and you moved to New York. How long have you been in New York now? Um, I just, what, just what, is to, what is today? Today is, I've lived in New York for one year and two days. Congratulations. You just, oh, wow. Man, one year a, and two days. I feel bad that we didn't. Well, happy one year. Cheers Thank to you. you for your Thank one you. year. Thank you. And I, I always lived on that. the philosophy of, I remember uh, a friend, Greg Roger, who, who I know you know, mm-hmm. um, was telling me you have to make it three years to be like, all right, can I make it in this city? Yeah. You've made it in this city, Justin. One year, you're already well, in one year. Um, sh- uh, Drunken Shakespeare. <laughs> so, I mean, quick synopsis of like, you've, you've, you've had a, a role Crazy. coming in. Crazy. And uh, how have you felt with that? Like, you feel like you're here and tell us about the audition for that show for a little bit like but you're, you're in a show drunken shakespeare which is well known throughout the entire city which I, I don't know if you thought you'd be doing something like that when you first hear and you're already killing the fucking game no i that's just another example i i just i i feel incredibly blessed and i'm very humbled by the fact yeah. that i got the opportunity that yeah. i did because you know you hear all of these stories about like, yeah, man, I like I went to the city. Like, you know, you talk to these artists. They're like, yeah, I went to the city. Um, and like they did the whole like I was up at five, you know, or, fuck, I was up at like 3 a.m. And I was in line by four and, and I was doing casting calls and, um, you know, I was doing this, that and the other thing. And I was, you know, reaching out here. I was reaching out there. And I guess the only thing that I can say about my personal experience is that, yes. So like some people do have to go through that because not because they're not good, not because they don't have talent, but because that's what the system is placed for them that's to do. What the that's system what it's is placed. Told. And that's it's, what they're told to do to literally just also like I got. So I, I'm very fortunate that I went to an audition and I chose to make a pretty bold choice. Mm hmm in my opinion with my audition material and the people that I auditioned for were very receptive to that. And they were looking for someone who matched my description, who was willing to do something out of the ordinary, out of the ordinary and did it very well and professionally prepared. Like that's what I did. Which and is crazy I like that everything just fell into place and like I did it right. And so like I guess my like what I'm trying to say is like anybody can do that at any point in any time. It sometimes might fail. And sometimes it might when... fail and 
Sometimes you could do every single thing right, but what that person's looking for just isn't quite you. Yeah. And that could be it. It has nothing to do with what you look like, um, what you the what you did, how well you did it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, well, like that was fucking phenomenal. Like the amount of times, like I've the, the amount of um people that I've talked to now having like been in this like kind of like weird like <laughs> It's it's so weird because it's such a long lasting show and like I have like a lot of like professional connections through it, but it like yeah. it's not like like it's not equity, you know, like because of the integrity because big, of the well integrity known. of the show. Well, it's because they drink on stage. Like <laughs> obviously they're I mean, not gonna it's be such equity. It's a special show though, but it's like But um just like the amount of people that I've talked to and like the casting directors and like the agents and managers that I've like gone in contact with and talked to about like some of this stuff. It's like, yeah, it's like sometimes we just see these people and then we just hold them in the back of our heads so that if they push like that's the big thing is if they continue, mm-hmm. if they don't just give up, if they continue and we see them again, we'll be able to remember like, oh, yeah. And I remember this other thing that they did. So maybe if they did something completely different for me this time, but I remember that last thing that they saw, actually that last thing I saw fits what I'm looking for now. So I'm going to call them back. I'm going to ask them to do what they did last time. And it, it's just like, it, it's a, it, that's the game you got to play. I mean, yeah, it's making a mark and uh, just showing something to where they can remember you, even if you're not yeah. right in that situation. Was uh, Drunken Shakespeare your first audition in the city? Yeah. That's fucking wild, man. Yeah. Do you know how crazy that is? That's what I'm saying. Your first I, audition in the city. Incredibly thankful and incredibly blessed that the opportunity presented itself, that I came across it, and that I... For, for people I who may not know, it. like I, I'm, I'm assuming people know what Drunk Shakespeare is, but what is Drunk Shakespeare? Um, so it, it's a society of actors who perform... Um, a series of Shakespearean plays um, that have been revised to be more contemporary, yep. um, still keeping the integrity of Shakespearean text and the integrity of the Shakespearean show. So it's still Shakespearean text, but it has a, a influence of pop culture to it. Mm-hmm. And one, every single night we do one of the shows one of the members of our society does it completely plastered <laughs> they do it com- they do it fucked up they they take four shots of tequila at the beginning of the show and then throughout the show there are a couple does everyone understand that this motherfucker i saw him do the drunk show and you take Four shots of. I think you don't they give you a choice of tequila or whiskey. Well, you right? can. Well, you can do whatever you want. I've I've seen Fireball. I've seen Amaretto. I've seen. Oh, you get a whiskey, pick, you get tequila, a gin, vodka. Like people can take whatever they want. I actually saw one of my one of the fun shows. I saw this guy did a roulette where he just did one whiskey, one vodka, one tequila, one gin. Oh dear God, I would die. <laughs> I would die immediately. And one rum. Yeah, it was crazy, but. But that's cra- I've yeah. never seen you do that, and I was like, I always thought they just took like one. Like I oh. had a, a conception because I remember when somebody told me about this. They're like, Dustin, this is literally you. I'm like, Yeah, I should definitely be in that show. But <laughs> yep. 
um, or like should audition for it or whatever. But I always thought it was like, ah, oh, they probably are like, oh, they have one drink and they're calling it whatever. And then when I'm sitting there and I watched you take four shots in a row before the show started, like, right oh the shit, end. they're not fucking around. Nope. And then throughout the show, they have a couple of like actor check ins, mm-hmm. um, where they do like one of them's always more of like a physical task or um, a monologue, like another Shakespearean monologue. Um, just something that like the the cast of the show can challenge the drunk actor to do as a sobriety test, and then because <laughs> you give a shot to somebody in the audience, right? To be oh, like, yeah. look well, at that. Oh, fucking... at the beginning of the show, yeah, yeah, remember, yeah. yeah. At the beginning of the show, we're like, hey, like we have five shots of tequila on the tray. You pick a random audience member. Hey, come up, take a shot, pick anyone you want, and it's just a way to prove to the audience that like, yeah, this is, this is a real shit. This like, we're this taking water shots of tequila right it. now. Like we're taking, <laughs> we're taking. This is all alcohol. Um, and then yeah, throughout the rest of the show, it's like okay, so they do a, they do a monologue, and then there's royalty in the show as well, and so that the royalty chooses. All right, do they take another shot or do we pardon them? And so. Always, I was they going always choose to take another shot. Oh yeah, always. And so then, they, so you have by the end of the show, you've taken six shots, and there's always a at Is least six one or two. Set? Yeah, six. Okay. There's there's always you're always going to take six shots. But you can show. take more than six, or no? Or is, I'm I'm asking like, is it a limit? You can only do six. Oh, n- I I think just yeah by the structure of the show. Yeah, that's pretty standard. Okay, Six is cool. just basically the standard cut, and then, uh, but there's also like one or two beer chugs like in there, and then there's always a like the King's Cup mixed drink, where it's just a that's so many drinks conglomeration of just random crap. And there's no you, shot I could do this. It's it's oh no I. That's fucking. That's the beauty of the show is you find this serendipitous like beauty in just being drunk, and you find so freedom. You just you find this freedom of the show. Yeah, you really do. And I mean, one of my favorite parts of doing a drunk performance is when I get to do my drunk check-in monologues because they always ask to do they always ask if you can do a monologue outside of whatever show you're performing that oh day. my god i remember this continue and i have a thought on this when you're done i just oh it, my god it's you when it, there's a truth to the 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 shot of whiskey the shot of confidence you know Oh, def- sh- that shot of whiskey. Are you kidding shot, me? You know, like you're gonna go. That's ask what this whole podcast gonna go, is based yeah, on. Yeah, that's Justin. what I'm saying. You're gonna go ask that girl for a number. Take a shot of whiskey. Yep. You're gonna go yep. fucking. You, you're gonna go. You know, like try and. You're gonna fucking, go do the biggest audition of your you're life. Gonna go, take, a, take a shot. Yeah, you're gonna go. You're gonna go tip a cow. Fucking like chug a beer. Like <laughs> yeah, you know, like whatever. Yeah, whatever it is. Like there's truth to that. And alcohol and courage. You know, being four, being four. Shots in and like a beer or whatever it is, and then getting to do that monologue in front of people and not giving a shit about what they think about you, but just falling, f- Such falling freedom. into that, falling Such into freedom that. with that. It's 
you really do find some stuff. I remember one of my like one of my favorite memories from doing this show to date is my first ever drunk show where I did a monologue that I've been doing for four or five years now and finding a section of myself paired with that monologue that I'd never connected before uh-huh. and just like legitimately like like breaking down in tears like in the moment like it was it was just incredible it was such a cool experience and then getting off stage and I was like are you good and I was like oh fuck yeah that was just like that was like wow I was just really feeling hey Gerald really found something there Dad, I was like we? I was just really feeling <laughs> really like, really it. like just really felt like my buddy died there on stage for a second so I'm almost jealous of that I mean because like I mean this is what like the podcast like it's about the freeness of drinking and you're yeah. doing that in front of fucking hundreds of people just this openness <laughs> of performing and finding new ways. It's it's fucking beautiful. It's one of the jokes I, I love to make about the show is just like, yeah, like, yeah, I get paid to uh do that. And it's <laughs> it's fucking cool. Yeah. You know? And the I remember when I when I got to see you and you uh set aside a ticket because I'm a big deal. I'm a big deal. Yeah. And you like I got to go see you perform it. Mm-hmm. And one, one, I was about to outbid, I was about to spend my entire bonus. On making sure I was the goddamn royal couple, except for this fucking it's someone's birthday and Adam Rice is too goddamn nice. Yeah. Fuck you, Adam. God damn it. But he was like, Dustin, it's her birthday surprise. I'm like, I don't give a shit about her birthday. I'm fucking here and I will spend my entire goddamn bonus on making sure we're the fucking royal couple that sits up there. I don't give a I shit. I would have loved you two as a royal couple. I was so mad. He he's just like, Dustin, fucking please don't. I'm like, fine, dude. And I remember telling that dude after, I was like, I want to be very clear here. I would have Spent I let a you lot win. of money to fucking whatever. I was being nice anyway. But I remember that moment where you did. Wasn't it? Um, what was the monologue from? I'm forgetting. Like your for your guys's night. Yeah, for my night, it was. I did um the Mark Antony monologue from Julius. I Caesar. have never seen you. I think I saw you in one show when I had visited after because like just is a little below my time. One year below my time when I was in Wesleyan, and I. I've never seen you act. I've never seen you perform, which I don't think oh, you've crazy. seen me perform. No, I don't think. Well, I I I, I watched some videos because like they used some Sorry, of the, Well, yeah, they used some of like I uh I think you were Merchant of Venice, right? <laughs> and I watched that. And then were you in the what was the the Zimmer Girls, right? No, I was not in Zimmer Girls. You you weren't in Zimmer Girls? I was not in that fucking show. Okay, but you were definitely in... um, I was definitely in Merchant. Merchant. And I remember... Because they did show us, like, a couple of, like, videos of shows, like, from older casts, you know, like, from recent shows and stuff. So I did see you perform in that aspect, but I never... Well, we did Modern Millie. Okay, we don't have to talk about Modern yeah, Millie. Have to talk we, about that, I mean, we probably yeah, will at some point, but like, um, <laughs> that was a fucking whatever that was. Um, but basically, I've never. I, I remember you did this monologue, and I was like, it was so serious, genuine. And I was like, this motherfucker is good. 
And I had never seen you perform really like that. Thank you. And I was sitting there like, God damn, I didn't know this dude was that good. Like, shit. All right, this boy, this boy's got it. Well, thank and you. I, I just, I that. thought it was the coolest thing because it was another thing that I, I didn't know or had seen or, or whatever. And mm-hmm. I think it's cool that the show allows you to do that, the silliness you got to do. But also, like, you could find these, like, if I was an agent, I would be like, I'm going to sign that dude immediately for what he just fucking did. Drunk. And it's fucking incredible. And I think it's such a fucking cool show. That's that's my so, favorite thing about the show is that, yeah, it's this it's a comedy show. It's you're it's a it's a society of drunk actors doing Shakespeare. The the concept of the show is hilarious. This show at its core is a comedy show. But then you find these pockets of sincerity and just this beautiful, like down to earth, like fucking raw Shakespeare truth. And those are the moments that I have, like, I almost get more comments and just probably because it's unexpected. It it really is. I get so much more about that. I bet than anything because they're not expecting that part of it. They're not expecting those little heartfelt things or just like, Oh, it's going to be, and it's funny and it's hysterical and it's improv and it's so great. But then those little things stand out. You're like, Oh shit, this is some real, like, yeah, there's some realism to it. And And I love, yeah, I I love hitting those moments. So yeah, that's fucking awesome. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, if you're ever in the city, everybody go fucking watch. Yeah. Come see drunk Shakespeare. Uh, I got, if you pop onto my Instagram, I got a link in my bio. Um, if you want to fucking hit me up and I will, I do my best to get you some tickets. Like I will absolutely get tickets. Um, we have to talk about something important. Okay, Justin. Oh shit. You got to talk about my butthole. Dude, that's literally what one of my friends actually fucking messaged me when I posted about questions for you. This <laughs> asshole Andrew, who's also a Packer fan, he goes, ask him, ask him how he does anal. I was like, I, dude, can you fucking fuck off? Fuck <laughs> off, guy. Um, we, we both went through a hardship recently. Oh, God. And our hardship, we watched. Oh, no. No, we don't. We, no, we have to talk no. about it, Justin. We have to. But we <laughs> if one, we don't talk about it, it's not it real. It didn't happen. Now, I think what's important about what we're about to talk about is we have to get people to understand why we care about this so much, okay? Justin and I are if, if huge we, Green Bay Packer fans. Huge. Another thing that we are so similar in, which is fucking crazy. Massive cheesehead. Massive cheeseheads. So Justin, which is our friendship, basically started throughout this entire football season. Yeah, which is Literally, also really no, the cool first game of the season. Was first the game first was the <laughs> so the first game. We might get into this later on our friendship. We'll, we'll get into our relationship and everything. But the first time I've known of Justin, which I'm assuming you've known of me because I'm a legend, and mm-hmm. um, but me and Justin have never hung out. Mm-hmm. So. I usually every year I hold a like a Packer get together before I go to the bar, which our favorite bar is what Justin? What's our favorite Packer? The bar motherfucking Wayland. The Wayland. Now, baby. to be clear, whose bar is this, Justin? It's Dustin's. It's bar. Dustin's bar, and I'm the only one that knew about it. It's Justin's bar. It's a you son of a bitch. Dustin's bar. Dustin's bar because Justin's he's older. Bar. He's an old fucking man now, and he's just been alive longer. Justin's bar. But so the first time I see or hang out with Justin is he comes over to my place to watch. Um, to pregame before we go to the Wayland yep. to watch the Packer game. So then we go there, and uh, 
our friendship semi has sparked. And then we watched basically every game together, except for maybe... There was just the the, the Chiefs game where I went, went you home were gone. for my birthday. And then you went home for one of the games. One, but then it got the, the vid. But then you got and then, stuck. Then I got the vid, got stuck, and then couldn't come back for two. But yeah. we basically spent the entire football season... So outside season, of three games, we watched every single game. Yes. So... That kind of built our friendship and everything. But so we're huge Packer fans. And I would like to talk about how we started that because we're from Nebraska and we're, mm -hmm. I think it's almost a part of us because if for me, it's my favorite thing. Yeah. And it's basically like 25% <laughs> of my identity. <laughs> we, like really it fucking is like, yeah, we look around my room, probably look around like just Justin's literally wearing Packer shirt right now. Packer shirt right like, now. We, you can look like I've, I've like, I was like looking at your room. I was like, he's got a flag. I was like, yep, I got a flag too. Yeah, he's really, like, he's got like all these like different things. It's like so, a yeah. thing. It's like a credence or whatever. So yeah. football season comes in. I don't give a fuck if you don't watch football, don't care about it. But we were what we watch basically every game together. Yep. We get to the playoffs. We go to watch the playoff game together. We watch them lose. And Justin and I are so sad. So sad. Because it was his it's, whole journey. One, yes. I think it was added because of our relationship. Yeah. I think that added to it. But one, <laughs> Justin's crying at this bar. Hey, I, okay. No, 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 no. Okay. Before you just say that I was crying, I, like, it was like, it was like when... It was like when in a movie, like somebody, it was one tear. I shed a tear in the bar. Did I, did I cry? Yes. Yes. <laughs> but did I like, was did I, I like bawling? Yes. No. Like I shed yeah, like, bawling. no, no there was a bawling. tear, a tear slid down my face. But we were both just heartbroken. That was heartbroken. It was so now rough. Justin. You're very um, eloquent. Um, thank you. <laughs> You're like, thank you. All right. All right. All right. Um, why is it that that loss affects us so much? Why is it that every year, even though every year, we did it last year, right? Yeah. Packers, we weren't together, but like same thing. We mm -hmm. go through it. We're watching that game. We both feel the same thing, right? Yeah. Can you give a little insight to the people that do not understand why I and you love this team so goddamn much, why it bothers us and why it's such a why we put so much heart into it and you know why it's our one of our favorite things. Well, sure. Do you like how far back do you want me to go? Don't fucking don't don't like, give go me back the next to like 30 day minutes, one. Like, do you want me to go back to like day one of one? Like, like, yeah, like, well, tell me first of all, yeah, how do you get into being a Packer fan? Okay, so yeah, literally like the reason I'm a Packers fan is because I have a member. So when I was, man, geez, I don't even remember what age I was. I was pretty young. Mm -hmm. And I remember um, the reason I became a Packers fan is because I was in the car with my dad and we were driving home from like, I don't know, like my grandparents' farm or something. Okay. And we were listening to Monday Night Football on the radio. And, um, I remember it was the it was the Packers versus the Giants, and it was in Lambeau, and I remember that it was snowing, and it was like right. It was a it was like a tie. I think it was a tie game, and Amon Green had shout a, out Nebraska. Shout out Nebraska had uh, a game winning, like a like a walk off touchdown run to win the game, basically. Just broke out, ran the ball. It's fucking like, I don't know. It was a long run. It was like 60-some yards or something mm -hmm. like that. 
And honestly, like, I don't know. Can you like look that up? Can you like see like what exactly that it. is? It, is like, is that possible? I'll like, go find I'm it. Go on, like I'm on green beats the giants. You keep talking I'll or find something, it. but yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember he like scored the game winning touchdown. And when that happened, I, I remember, I remember just being like, like my dad was like, he was like, Oh, he's like, I'm on green. He was like, Whoa. He's like, did you like, he played for Nebraska. And I was like, no way. That's my favorite team. Like I was like I'm. I, th- I was like I was like that's. I was like that's going to be my favorite team. That that's how it starts. And I mean, at that game, he rushed for two hundred and twelve yards. Two hundred. Oh, is that is the, is am I right? Two hundred eighteen. Two hundred eighteen rushing yards. Two hundred eighteen rushing yards. Did he score the game winning touchdown? Is that right? Is, was it? This is to, for Denver, not Giants. Amon Green goes for a 98-yard touchdown run against the Denver Broncos, goes, not the Giants. Yes. And this is the game that you're referring to. But, yes. Yeah, so I a game-winning touchdown. It goes for a game-winning touchdown. I told – and when my dad told me, like, Amon Green, he played for Nebraska. He was a Cornhusker. I, just, I was like, you know what? That's going to be – that's going to be my favorite team. And we've got a really cool family tradition. Not – well, I don't know if it's necessarily a family tradition, but, like, it, it's a cool kind of, like – special thing about my family that I feel like, you know, like I feel like a lot of families have like their team, mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of families are like, we're Broncos fans. We're chiefs fans. We're this fa- Cowboys or whatever it is. Yeah. My family is my mom's Cowboys. My dad is Rams. Um, my older brother's chiefs. I'm Packers. Kyle, the, my brother right below me is Broncos. Jesus uh, my sister no, doesn't no really have any either. allegiances. She's just kind of like, yeah, I'll root for whoever. <laughs> just like my brothers are rooting for. <laughs> um, but then, um, shout out, Lady Minchow. <laughs> yeah, my brother, my brother Simon is a Colts fan. My brother Owen's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And how then many fucking brothers brother, and sisters do you have? I've got. Well, there's th- seven siblings. There's seven kids and two uh, my parents. And then Isaac is a Rams fan as well with my dad. So like that's Jesus. that is that's all of us. But yeah, it's like this cool like you know Melting like and pot. like that the, my favorite thing is like, you know, like whenever you know like say say there's just the Packers and the Chiefs. Well, or like this year. Like we'll take this year for example. The Packers, the Chiefs and the Rams were all in the playoffs. Everybody went for the Packers or everybody went for the Packers like when they were playing. Everybody went for the Rams when they were playing. Although if the Rams and Packers had played like me we and my brother and my dad would have to kill beef, each other on know? our family. Yeah. Some beef, right? <laughs> but man, I just like year after year, I've wanted the Chiefs and Packers to play again. Yeah. But so this love, what I want to like, I won't even bother people with my first Packers story. Like basically my dad told me I had to sign Brett Favre football. Fucking was a lie. <laughs> it was it was one of those. Yeah, you goddamn, were telling me about that. It's one of those things you just buy at Walmart. But he loved Brett Favre, and I just was like, that. I love this team, and I can't even really explain the love for it. But it's my favorite thing. So I I I did I started to talk about this on my my last solo episode, but I I was like, imagine your favorite thing gets taken away. I my favorite thing to do is watch the Packers play football. I That's fucking what I love, love to doing. do it. And we care about it so much. And I think it's like this blue collar football team, the NFL. Yeah. And it's like it's a we have some ownership to it or like it's it's a pride thing. It's it's a weird thing that it's hard to explain. But our love, like it's 
I meet the coolest people and I've been able to, our friendship, maybe, this year was special in the fact of like now me and you are such good, good friends now, I'd like to say. Yeah. And if it's not true, it'd be like, fuck you, Dustin. But yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave now. Um, actually, I'm going to go. But we, <laughs> it was this whole journey. It was supposed to end in this certain way. And yeah. It was taken away from us. And, and such a, we heard for a while. It was almost a like a breakup. It was bullshit way. Yeah, it was just the fucking blocked punt, the missed field goal, the fucking a lot of shit. (sighs) But how do you explain to somebody, Justin, that says, Justin, why do you? It's a it's a football team. Who gives a shit? What 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 do you say to somebody that would say that to you? Like, why do you care so much? Why would what would you say if someone was like because people don't get like I have friends that like they just they understand that I love it so much they'll be like they like sorry Dustin I'm sorry you're sad yeah you know the really people that'd be like it's get over it I'm like yeah my kid did like I'm fucking I I my family didn't die like I understand yeah yeah that, yeah, yeah you know yeah, yeah. but yeah. what would you say to somebody that doesn't understand why you have so much passion totally for it? totally uh do you want to just role play with me here for a second uh, pretend sure. you're not a pretend you're not a football mm-hmm. fan or anything okay just like Good, cool I would just like you, you've got some sort of like okay so what is something you really care about um well I really like um well I'm I'm a big I'm a big theater fan I love. I love my favorite. You're a big music. theater fan. Okay, yeah. so earlier this year when COVID shut down Broadway, how did you feel? Well, I, I felt a little lost because that's my career. Like I get paid to do it, so I, I you know, like you get, oh. I didn't, I was, I didn't have a, a a way to make money. Okay, so wait, are you're was you a Broadway actor in this? Wow. Oh wow. yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, incredible. Yeah, no, that's on, incredible. Who am I? Who am I hanging out with in this scenario? Matthew Morrison, actually. Oh wow, this is incredible. I'm so new... excited to have you on the show. Oh, um, no, 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 yeah. I, I have you know, like this is an odd way to start off this. We're, yeah, we're doing a new Glee musical. It's coming out. Oh, it's a, this it's is a thing, wow. This is this is an exclusive, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I didn't know that I was going to have this opportunity tonight, but um, I'm excited to announce that I got an exclusive interview tonight. Um, but yeah, like that, that's what I would say. Like, what is something like, what is something that you have put your heart and soul into just because you enjoy it, just because you, you care about it It, and it can be anything. Like imagine, imagine you love, like, like say you love baking and someone just fucking takes away your oven. Yeah. And like it's it's as simple as that. But for I I know a lot of people that baking is like literally kind of their therapy. You know, like mm-hmm. it's like it's like wow, I've had a bad day. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna just bake a cake. Yeah. And like I know people that do that mm-hmm. because it it, it, it brings them, them out. joy. It relaxes them. Yeah, they feel comfortable in that environment. And it's like that's what the Green Bay Packers have been for me. The amount of times that like yeah. I have just gone home and I've had a horrible day at school and I just get to sit down on Sunday and I get to watch the Packers play football. Yeah. And that's also like, that's another big piece of it. Just the sport in itself. Like I played football for, I played four Best, years. Best sport in the fucking world. I played four years of little league and I, you know, I played four years of little league. Then I played four years of high school and then I played two years of college football. It's a huge piece of my life. And I know a lot of people out there have like their own like opinions about the game as a sport. Um, uh, I mean, you know, like when it comes to like injuries and like, should like people be even like, should football even be a sport? And 
That's, should, ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Should people like That's also like should fun. people be playing contact sports anymore? It's like okay, yes, well, yes, yeah. Did, I, I learned more playing sports. I learned more from my coaches and playing sports than I did from. And like I'll say this, yeah, I'm gonna no, I'm just gonna say this. Okay. I learned more from my experience playing sports in high school that I have attributed to my life than I did in almost like any class. Yeah. Because like my thing about like high school and like learning everything, it's like, yeah, it's like all stuff that you should learn and it's all stuff that you should probably know. You should know how to pertaining to pertaining to what you want to go into Mm -hmm. high school. It's an intrinsic, intrinsic, Intris- intrinsic, 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 drunken podcast fuckers. Um, it's a core value, a core value that gets into you that you can apply to anything. Yeah. Rather is, than is, if is, I know how to do a, co- a college algebra equation or whatever. Yeah. Like is, is, is geometry That's, and calculus good to know? Yes. If you're going into a field where you need that. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're going into a different field, that's when you pay someone who no likes to do that stuff and knew that stuff to do that stuff for you. Like that's like that's how life works. <laughs> like yeah. that's you know like when it comes to like do like like taxes. Yeah. Like Things the like amount that. of people who pay somebody else to do their taxes because that person like figured out like in high school and then decided to go into college and learn that stuff and became good at that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. But in my life, I learned so, like, attributing to every part of my life, going into practice and, like, being taught, like, yeah, you got to get back up and you got to do it again. Yeah, you got to go in there and you got to care. These are your teammates. These are the people that you care about. They depend on you to do your job. You have to go out there and you have to do your job. Not for you, for them. I attribute that. To every day that I go into work, every day that I go, I do a show. Like even when I do shows, those other actors depend on me to show up. They depend on me to do my job. They've depended on me to put in the work so that I can come in and I can perform well so that the entire show and the entire team does well, you know? Like when you get knocked down, you get back up. Like, and that's like just a piece of You're doing it for other people. When like... I, I say time and time again, like New York has given me so many highs. Like obviously we were talking about like some of my highs earlier. Yeah. Like yeah. I got cast on the show. It's also brought me some of my lowest lows, man. I mean like shit. I had my like wallet stolen. I had like my ID, my debit card, my credit card stolen. Like I was like in New York. I was at my lowest, man. Like I didn't have, I had nothing to my name there for a bit. You know, yeah. like I was struggling, but like, it's a city. You camp. get back up and you keep going. Like you fix those issues. You like figure out like, all right. And like, maybe you lean on one of your teammates to like help you out and like keep you going. Like that's, I, it's, those are like some of those values that I learned. It's a lot sports. of core values that you learn from doing those sports that I think anyone that would think to get rid of something like that, like you got to understand what it's giving. Like you're, you're not 
but it goes to every situation. You're not, you're just taking it as face value. You're not understanding all the things that come with it. Yeah. Like again, even football and I wasn't the best football player, but I, what I got from it was if something happens to me, I remember doing some obstacle course and it was, I was, I would just, I sucked at it. I would totally gassed out and I was, but I had to keep fighting through it and you fight through something no matter what it is. Yep. And you take that mentality of even, with with the yeah, same thing, don't quit. Don't I'm gonna outwork you no matter what. Yeah, and I take that to every theater role. I take that to every job. It's the same thing. The one on one like competition. Like, yeah, I'm gonna beat you because I'm not gonna stop. I'm gonna beat you because I'm because I don't quit. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree with that. <laughs> you have strong opinions <laughs> about. Time. You think all, you can't even start this. You like, think all transportation look like penises. Yeah. You said you have very strong beliefs on this. I do. And I'm just going to let you take... Why, why is it that you think Well, that? it's not... No, okay. So it's not all And do trans- you find yourself incredibly immature? No. I okay. find myself incredibly mature. In, 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 specifically in this conversation. I am just pointing out... I think... Okay. Sex sells, right? We've... True. Like, everybody knows sex in life, sells, yeah. right? Okay. Cool. So... Just holding that piece of information in our mind, that sex sells to the public masses. Not all... And that was all kept in mind when they built public transportation here in New York City. No, this... Okay. Do you think people are going to be like, this guy's Joe Rogan now. He's taking these hot takes. (laughs) Um, No, no, I'm serious. I'm serious right now. Listen to this. Okay. Not all modes of transportation are phallic. Okay. All modes of public transportation are phallic okay okay continue think about this i'm i mean i'm already thinking about it I'm like subways yeah, you can spin it subways i mean i knew that's trains, the first thing you were gonna say subways, that's the first thing you're gonna say right okay boom planes fucking planes you take their wings off it's a fucking penis man look at buses buses Another mode of public transportation. It's a bucket. It's a buses penis. makes no sense to me. How does what? a bus look like a penis? How it does looks that? like a penis if a penis was rectangular. Um, <laughs> I mean, if you, <laughs> I mean, you could probably no, turn no, no, that, like, but you seriously, could turn that into anything though. No, this like, mic no, looks like a penis. No, it doesn't. It is. I mean, this. You think this mic mine, doesn't? Mine, this. You think this mic well, looks yours looks less like of a penis than a bus? Yours looks like an uncircumcised penis. <laughs> yours is like a French penis. It's not. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm if your just... if your mic was a circumcised penis, my mic would be an uncircumcised penis. <laughs> and you can't lie. Like that's like look. Okay. All right. Okay. A- am I wrong? I I mean, no, you're not yeah, wrong. I'm right. You're not, you're not wrong. <laughs> I get it. But I'm but saying... like no, that's what I'm saying. Like I I have this feeling that like it was in the conversation. Of so you think you think just Justin Minchow thinks that <laughs> it, maybe know, maybe maybe when, not the conversation but it was in the back of the mind. So you, yeah, you, whenever subway I don't know when subways were created, but someone goes somebody his name we'll call him Fred is sitting there and he goes put penis into a vagina. No 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 no. He was just maybe it's no, a subway no, is, going to. You want me to? You want, I think okay. you're. I think you're stretching a little bit. No, no, I, you're stretching. No, you're stretching I'm what stretching, I'm trying to I'm, say. No, oh, you're just stretching. You're going to put the blame on me. I'm, no, no, I'm no, 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 no. Like I understand. Okay. I didn't explain what I was trying to say. Right. So <laughs> I think all I'm saying 
is that the guy who made the subway system okay. was horny when he did. Because he made <laughs> okay. he made a tr- he made a series of trains that were long, semi-cylindrical, and <laughs> pointed at the front that would travel through a series of holes. I don't know. And 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 when they got to their destination, they released humans. <laughs> Okay, like, that that is part. Like, like if you you really are going all in on under, this one. There's a sexual undertone so to you, public transportation. Do you think? I mean, okay, if you say it like that, I mean, fuck, I'm like, there's maybe, like it's Jim was definitely thinking about fucking sex when he wrote these. Like, like and, no, it, it, like I think he might have just when, been kind of. When did you? When did you think of this? Like, when did this hit? Are it, you uh, waiting for a subway and you're just like. What the fuck is No, like, I think I think I was lying in bed at night. I think yeah. I actually woke up at like 4:30 in the morning in a cold sweat and like wrote this down in my journal. <laughs> like I was like like I just like just it was an epiphany. It was s- sincerely just an epiphany to me. See, I, I'm being completely serious I love right that. now. Like I love this that. is not nope. like this is not like me like like doing a bit no, this, I, this is a hundred percent. And I, I think, oh, now I'm thinking about it, and I think even in a drunken space, in my head space, I'm like, "Fuck, man." I mean, yeah, but then <laughs> you're probably right. Every there's probably sexual undertones and the half fucking shit that we do. Yeah, it's probably like it's always on the forefront of everybody's mind half the time. To be honest, it's so not maybe, necessarily intentional, but not it's there. intentional. But for some reason, but when you think about it, I mean, you could probably put that that philosophy into anything that's happening. Like, I don't. Well, I I'm trying I don't to necessarily know. Like, I mean, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I appreciate that because I like yeah. uh, thinking like that, where you're laying in bed and something happens, and you're just like, huh, huh, "Give me a second. Uh, what the fuck? We, we, Why did we do that? Like, wait a second. Why? <laughs> Why the fuck is uh, that a thing? Yeah. Um, <laughs> yep. What's that? How many people have you shared that with? That thought. Well, I, I kind of keep that one close to the chest. You keep that one close to the chest. Yeah, it's not necessarily my. It's not necessarily my icebreaker. Yeah, it's not um, an icebreaker. It's not a conversation starter. You're not on a date being like, "Hey, Justin, how's it going?" I'm like, let me tell you something. Transportation. They all. They're all fucking people. Although now that we say it like this, I think I'm going to start. I think honestly, I'm going to start using it. I'd be like, just hear me out real quick. Just hear me out real quick. Because, because if we vibe on this subject, then we're going to vibe yeah, in life. Then you're gonna you if you. Like if I, I find it's, it's a, if I bold... find a chick who's like oh yeah, and then I'm like oh shit, it's a bold choice. Like we're gonna like like that like we might get married. It's yeah, you might because if you it's a bold choice. Yeah, but like we talked about earlier with shows, you make that bold choice, and if it fits, you're fucking golden. Yeah, because if you're, some, you're if golden, another pony girl boy. goes, she's like she's like you're you golden know? pony boy. You're like you know? what? Yeah, like, yeah. Man. You know what they kind of do, and you're like, that's what I've been fucking saying. Yeah, you're like, yeah. I'm the not fine line pop. of being like people thinking that you might be a creep, being like, oh god, he just wants to talk about sex. I'm like, no, I don't want to talk about sex. I'm just telling you, it's just kind of interesting that it all kind of plays out that way. Yep, it's kind of weird. Yeah. Um. <laughs> god fucking damn it. Our relationship, because mm-hmm. I, I like our connection. Our um, talking about how we connect with people and everything. Yeah. Our story is kind of a 
our story. Again, I, I think every every friendship, every relationship does have a story on how they get to where they're at. Yeah. Ours is kind of interesting. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, we're probably getting a little uncomfortable territory here. Well, we're Maybe. just in territory that is... <laughs> It's like it's like it's like we're we're in like you know like in Lion King when he's like oh, there's like like everything the light touches. We're in like the elephant graveyard of that scene <laughs> right now. What? What? <laughs> what? Are you not following my drift? No, I'm you know, not. Like, I'm we're not like, following like, your drift. We're like we're like over here we have over here we have the green bear. No, over here like where the light touches we have the Green Bay Packers. Over here where the light touches oh. we have bars. Over here where the light touches we have. Just like dudes being bros, and then over here in the elephant graveyard, we have now I get it. Everything we else. have, <laughs> everything about our relationship is great, and then we have something, and then in, we have the hyenas. The yeah. I get you, but so I mean, and we don't have to do this if we don't want to. No, We're let's like, do it. But I mean, <laughs> I don't. I don't even know how to start this. I think just our journey as a relationship yeah. and our friendship. I say relationship literally. People are going to think we're dating after this. So, Amen. so I apologize for that. We were talking about it earlier. I mean, you have it. It wouldn't be the first time you've hooked up with somebody after a podcast. So. <laughs> How dare you? Don't fucking don't put that. That's, that's going to be the trailer. That's okay, that. right there. that'll be the trailer. But we, on paper, like we've said, I don't know how you felt, but like we are literally almost the exact same people. Like you Very. walked in here, and I go like, "All right, guess tell." Tell Alexa what you want your favorite your music to be. Yeah, and who, who, you say Morgan Wallen, who's like my favorite country artist. Yeah, <laughs> we are the same people in aspects. Yep. Um, but did you ever feel like there was this huge uh, rift between us? Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Okay. Why? Why did you feel that? I'll just say why. I mean, well, like, I mean, like, I mean. Okay, so I'll just like spit it out there. Like the first big thing is that we dated the same girl mm-hmm. from college and we dated we both dated the just a toxic bitch um <laughs> and you know like somebody who just like her like life goal was to just like tear people apart and you know like rip you down so that you didn't feel like you could be who you truly were we we didn't know each other very well like again no. like you had got i was just graduated the only reason we saw each other was cuz i stayed at a job at our college right um, but I didn't, um, didn't really know of you, mm-hmm. but I will say this and I, I want to say this to you. I definitely came at that from an insecure situation. I was, I saw you and I was like, oh, this dude is Dustin 2.0. And I was like an incredibly jealous situation. So the only way I can hell- handle a jealous situation like that is through anger. You're like, fuck that guy. Oh, that's fair. Even though this guy has done nothing to me, I don't know him. But I was like, okay, this dude is the new football player coming in. Yeah. Who I'm in a relationship with somebody that's uh, whatever the fuck's happening here. Mm-hmm. Thinking I'm going to marry this person or whatever. And we're, <laughs> it's very interesting. So I harbored a lot of hatred or anger towards you just because of that. No, without having one word to you. We've never, I don't even remember speaking to you at all. No, we didn't. I, 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 think, <laughs> I have actually I think, a really funny memory about that. But. Do you really? Because I think one time, yeah. I do have a memory. I remember because we did this show called Thoroughly Modern Millie. Oh, yeah. I think we have the same one. Where I was <laughs> yeah. asked to do a show. So when I graduated, and if you listen to this podcast, you've heard this story before. Yeah. It's the worst part of my life. I, w- I was dealing with the most depression ever. I was yeah. an angry person. All this shit. But I got asked from a, a 
Alan Bennett, who is a choreographer for Broadway. Which, by the way, we love Alan. We love Alan. We fucking love, love Alan. I was just begged to, they needed somebody. Mm. And I was staying away from the performing aspect because I was taking a job because I didn't know where I wanted to move to. Mm. Anyway, I do this show. I remember, well, this is the only thing I, I blocked out so much shit from that show. But I knew you were a Packer fan because I saw you wearing shit. And I think, <laughs> yeah, or- I don't even remember what I said. I tried to say something about. I heard you talking about it, and it was me trying to. I said something about the Packers, and I felt like I got nothing from you. I'm like, oh, so this dude hates me too. Okay, cool. Fuck that guy. Oh wait, what? I and I don't. I can't. I can't oh remember. really? I'm just remembering that was the one situation that I think I tried to maybe talk with you. Oh fuck! But I was like, because I felt so alone during. It, this is again. This is the most depressing moment of my entire life for the yeah. next fucking ten months. It was fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. So I was in. I wasn't. I wasn't who I am. I was depressed at a job that I didn't know what I was doing. I had a girl that was fucking with my head for however long. Jesus Christ! And I was stuck at a college where I was like a year before was the big shot whatever guy, and now I'm graduated. Working, you know, I'm graduated. I, I I don't get to make friends. It was the weirdest timeline. Yeah, but I saw somebody that like I clearly should be getting along with easily. But I can't because I'm jealous of this guy. Yeah. And insecure or whatever. Um, but tell me your story. No, and like and like my whole thing came from the opposite like standpoint where I was like, you know, I came in, but like I was like scared of you because everybody knew who you were, but I didn't know. But I like we we like so my memory from the show, the one memory that I had from that show was that we both showed up and we were both wearing gym shorts, t-shirts. We were the only people wearing this shit, by the way. We were both wearing gym shorts, t-shirts, and backwards flat bill Packers hats. Both of us. I don't remember this. That's all. We both were wearing the same fucking thing. And I remember we were working on that stupid fucking tap dance with the fucking oh, chair, the, the rolling chairs. You remember oh, that bullshit? Jesus you remember those Christ. bullshits? I remember building all those fucking things. Yeah, <laughs> fuck those things. So, I, yeah, I remember that we were working on that dance specifically. And I, like, looked over. I, re- I don't remember what exactly I said to you. But I, like, said something. And you were like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. It's, I just remember you going, Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, all right, cool, sweet. I'm just going to go over here, I guess. You you were trying to connect or something. Yeah, I I was, I I think, I I don't remember. I think I tried to say something like Green Bay Packer related because I knew that you were wearing a Packers hat too. And I think I, like, I tried to say it as a joke and like whether or not it came off right or like whether or not I like even said the words right because I was probably like fumbling them in the moment anyway. But, like, you were just, like, <laughs> just remember, you literally went, like, of an audible P-H-F-F-T. It was just, yeah. <laughs> That's fucking. Um, but, yeah, no, it was literally, like, and so from from then, I was, like, in the same spot. I think we were just on opposite ex- opposite ends of the same spectrum. Yeah. You know, I was, yeah, I was going, I, I didn't even care to make friends with that. I was like, I'm, I don't, it was, it was a weird thing. It was the weirdest fucking yeah. thing. And like, I also felt awkward because, um, at, by that time people had already told me because in that specific number, I was with yeah. the demon child herself. 
like I was wheeling her demon chair around yes. the th- I was the I had the throne and then people told me about that and then I started to understand like a little bit more what was going on and that's when I tried to like back off it was yeah and so then I think like maybe like what happened like maybe your experience like happened after that or something so I was just trying to back off and be like you know like where like I didn't want to like push a subject or anything like that. oh it was it was you know? it, it was the weirdest fucking thing right and yeah. I definitely during this like grab I'm thinking about this I'm 29 now this is when I was 22 and how my head worked in a certain way and I definitely made something something up in my head about you to like fuck that guy he hates me or he's yeah. he's trying to fuck me like he's not he's a shitty person yeah because I remember even our good friend Julia who's basically our big mutual friend to where <laughs> we're like I would see like after I left it was like oh Justin just replaced who I am like Oh, yeah. it's a it's a new Packer football looking straight male guy. To now, oh, it's like Dustin didn't exist anymore. Yeah, and I think I harbored a lot of anger towards that because mm. I even remember you trying to add me on Facebook, and I think I added it and then deleted you. Yeah, which I fucking hate. <laughs> like I hate, I hate that. Hate that I did that, and I was in the worst headspace I've I was ever in for the next two three years, and. I had this whole thing about you. And then I tried to not think about, I was, I knew in my head, I was like, they're going to get together. I know it. Even though what was said to me, even though the fucked up things, even when I lived in New York city for two years being fucked with in the head and then knowing something was happening and then, but I'm blaming something where again, we've never spoken. You know, I put a blame or something on you that you didn't deserve because I, you don't know who I am. I, you barely knew who I am. I barely yeah. knew who you were, but it was um, rough. And I think it's it's just wild because I remember even this year, and you can speak to with whatever you want to speak to. But I remember them being uh, Julia being like, "Can we invite Justin to your place?" I was like, "I'm 20 fucking eight years old. Like I don't give a shit." Yeah, and like yeah, come hang out and finally be more open. Which I hate that it took me that long to be open. As much, and I think the past couple of years, like, I've been totally fine, but I just almost want to apologize to you because I, oh, no, no, I no. created something of like people would bring up like just like just just like this dude is so cool, like you guys would get along, but I was like fuck that guy, I hate him, which you did nothing to me, but yeah. because of something a traumatic thing that happened to me, I I forced that on you. But like that's like the whole issue is like it wasn't it like it 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 wasn't your fault and like that was like the thing that like i had to like understand too was like the amount of times where like julia was like like i remember when she was like yeah like dustin like said like come over and i was like i was like fucking yes like i was like thank fucking god i was like yes like that excited the shit out of me and she told me that and i was like why does this dude like? Uh, that's crazy to me that this dude is so excited to. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, again, it's because my head made up a fucking. I just story I, or because I knew you. I knew that we were gonna fucking get along. Like I fucking knew that we were gonna get along, and like I had told some people like in the past. I was I was just like I was like listen like you know like if if he doesn't want to hang out with me, we don't have to. Like, you know, like, I was like, we don't have to. Like, that's the thing is, like, we've, you know, like, we've gone years where we don't have to. But, like, this, like, literally the second that Julia was like, yeah, he was like, I asked him and he's 
said it was cool if you want to come over. Do you want? I was like, fuck yes, absolutely. Like if he's like, I like verbally said just, yes, then absolutely. It's the friendship that was like hidden or like we. Yeah. Fuck it. It's just crazy. Yeah. Do okay. So I've got a. I've got. I do have a story for you. So this is just. This is just. A, I guess this is a story where they were like, well, it, like he, like he was just being a good friend to Dustin. But um, is it about Miles? It's about Miles. That actually fucking okay. Makes me very happy. Yeah. I don't even know what it is, but I just love that. He was, he, this is like a, this is a story that, this is why I hold Miles. I've, I've always held Miles in very high respect. For um, anyone that doesn't know, Miles is my best friend in the entire world. Yeah. This is, a, I, this is a story. I, I hold Miles in very high respect because of this, even though it's at my own personal demise. But, um, I'm so intrigued. No, I hold, I hold miles in high respect because of this and because of, uh, the performances that I watched him in and most talented dude I know. ever being able to work with him because yeah. he's a f- fucking phenomenal actor. Oh, God, and he's the most, you, like, an even the better most person. But, um, so we had a, there was a seventies party and they held it at their house. And I think it was like him, like Alyssa Alexander and Jess Schluter were all living there. I just remember that I was a freshman and mm-hmm. I got, yeah, I remember I, I pre-gamed with like Dalton and Dalton. Chad. Remember Chad? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember Chad. Yeah. So I, I pre-gamed with like Dalton, Chad and like um, Julia and like all of them. And then we went to the party and, I was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Like I was fucking hammered. And I have a very distinct memory of bumping into someone. And then the next thing I knew, um, I got chucked onto the front lawn. Like I got a theater party. Yeah. Someone chucked you miles chucked me onto the front lawn. No miles chucked me out of the house onto the front lawn and sent me home. No. Yeah. Okay. Like, kicked me out of the house, kicked me out of the party, threw me on the front lawn, and then slammed the door and like did not let me back in. Okay. What? Why? Hmm. From from what I've talked to people about, he's like he was just being like because I was I understandably so I was hammered. I was fucking destroyed. This has to do with me. I was fucking destroyed. He was well. He was he was just backing you up. So what, what, I mean, like, if, if we're being completely honest, Miles didn't like me, but because, but, uh, like, yeah, see, like, like that's I what I'm saying. You know, like he didn't like me. But, like, I don't know if it was. I get be- it. I, but I'm saying, like, I definitely probably was not there. I was not there. For no, no, no. I think he was just backing you up. Like, I think like he didn't like me because he knew like he was your best friend. And he was like, you know what, this guy is like, like I'm gonna back up my buddy. And like maybe you know, it like, could just be because he didn't like me. But like, no, like I mean, I, you he, know, like he, that's because he said numerous times he's like doesn't like he's he's a cool dude, doesn't? I'm like, ah, fuck him though. Uh, but <laughs> that's because that's how my head works. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. That's interesting. So that's why I think I think it was just him like backing up you as a friend, which is what I would do if yeah, like one of my I'm, buddies was I like, I don't like this guy. I'd be like, all right, well, if he gets too much, you don't he's need, gone. Yeah, you don't need any reason for it. So I think he was just being. <laughs> I think he just had your back and was just like, fuck this kid. Like, he's fucking hammered. Let's get him the fuck out of here. That dude uh, saved me a lot during that time. I mean, I I fucking, I don't need to get too sad. I don't want this podcast to be sad. But I remember that that kid, um, he, through the worst time of my life, I remember 
I, I had a moment where I was very suicidal during that time. Oh yeah. And I was I was done. Like I had nothing. Like Chicago was the hardest thing. But I remember before I left, I was I was so sad. And I just I I remember breaking down in front of him after some fight that me and dipshit person had. And I was like, I, I don't want to live anymore. I, I got like I'm I don't understand or whatever. And I remember um he me just crying, which I I don't I don't cry. I don't yeah. I don't I cry during certain situations, I guess, but like I, I hold a lot of things in. I remember during this hardest time in my life, I remember him him like looking at me and he he always he's never been the most like he knows I'm Mr. Sensitive or whatever. Mm. And he's never been um like I'm I'm the emotional one. He loves me out or whatever. Yeah. But I remember when I told him this shit, I was breaking down and he just I remember him grabbing me and looking at me. So like, if you if you're gone, I don't know what I'm going to do. I need you to stay here because I need you. And it was that was the only reason I, I kept it was not I want to say the only reason, but it was the thing that got me to go to the next day every day, knowing that my best friend was saying, like, I can't lose you. And it was like, yeah. all right, every day, no matter how much I hate myself or hate the situation, I'm fighting every day for him because he's saying that he needs me. And I've never seen Miles cry other than that moment. Other moment was a show, but like, it's it, fucking awesome. <laughs> and it's, um, it's a thing. I mean, <sighs> sorry about that. But no, no, I mean, don't be sorry about that at all. It's, um, it's, I just, again, it's, um, they bring it back to me and you. It was like everything. The the who I was of that person, like I, I just, I was in a very dark place. No, and no, and like, yeah, that's the thing is like, I, I'm just so happy that yeah. now, like, we talked about the pack. Like, remember that moment we had at the Packers bar, where like you hugged and be like, "You're my brother," and I'm like, "You're my brother too." And it's like this is a person that I had no reason to hate, but hated, and it made no sense. But I'm like, it, I'm. Like now you're one of my closest friends here, and like I think in my I would say that yeah. you could be like no no you know, no no, no yeah, I believe no and, be like, I feel the same got that level yet no I see I and like I, that's the thing is I feel the same way because I had been waiting for this moment like I had been waiting for that moment for so many years because we had gone through the same bullshit you know and we hadn't like I just I was like I just need the moment where I can like where we can like fucking like talk about it and yeah. like connect on that because like. We had gone, like, I had made the same mistake that you had. Like, we had made that same mistake where we had, like, let ourselves go. Like, we had let ourselves confide in this person who had just dis- d- decided to just break us down. Yeah. And, like, you know, like, to to have that shared experience and just be able to connect over it. Like, I was yeah. like, and, like, and, like, it just, and that was just an additive to the fact that, like, we were like what you've said, like the same person, like, but it's just, it's, it's just crazy. crazy. I mean, I, I just appreciate one of you even being open. Like, it's just crazy. It's nuts that we're now at this point where I'm like, yeah, just like <laughs> I have a, I text you more than I text half the people now. Like, I know. I, I, and like, yeah, I know. I was like, I'm like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? What are we doing? Yeah, I'm like, what are what we are doing you, for the like, I'm like, all right, <laughs> it's, it's the weekend. Now let me see what Dustin's doing. <laughs> I know. It's nuts. And it's, it's yeah. been, this year, it's the craziest shit the last couple of years. And one of the coolest things about this year is the fact that like we talked like 
now me and you are we're brothers now yeah and like i don't say friend i say brother because i'm like this is i don't use i don't use brother i use my brother i use brother for my my blood brothers and then i use brother for like i mean i would say i would say like my buddy i would say marcus jack Andrew, Dalton, and you. Yeah. It's your like people. those are like you guys are like my brothers. Like you get people on like a certain the level. And that that's it. Like like I'm get. and like that well shit. Now I now I feel like bad. Now I'm like like anybody else who's like listening to this podcast, I didn't just call you my brother. Like it's nothing against you. Like I fucking love every like I love all of my friends. But like those people, like like that that moment you were telling me with Miles. Like I had that exact same moment with both Andrew and Dalton. Mm-hmm. Like and like I was like living with Andrew. And like there was one night where I was like like I came home and it was like fucking like two AM in the morning and I was just in I just was sitting on the couch fucking bawling my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Just in hysterics. And Andrew woke up, came out of his room and consoled me for like an hour and a half. Because I was just I was at my wits end. I didn't know where to go. I didn't know what the fuck was going on with my life. I didn't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. And he sat there for like just hours, like on a school night, yeah. you know, and just like helped me through like what you like. I just like, yeah, like, like one of the darkest moments of my life, yeah. like where I just didn't know like what the fuck to do. It's a different thing, man. It's a connection to where, you can't explain it, and it, yeah, it doesn't. It's not about like, yeah, I love all my friends, yeah. Like, <laughs> and I remember everyone, every yeah, friend just, has their, uh, every friend has their lane, every friend has their situ, like their yeah. relationship. But like, yeah, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm also one of those people that loved MySpace because I could rank my, like, yeah, but like these are my top five. Like, <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> but clear here. Um, but it's it's a special connection that I think is um. You you can't have with everybody because if you have that with everybody, then it's fake. Yeah, right. Like I'm not gonna lie about and say that. And like you don't, you also just aren't willing to let yourselves be. You let yourself be vulnerable in that many situations. Yeah, like only so many people are gonna see you in that state. You're yeah. like there. There's a t- there's so many people that like if in that moment, like where I was at that state, and I'm sure it's the same for you. Mm-hmm. Like if somebody different had walked in. You would have shut it off. Yeah. Shut, like, you would have not, shut it off not, in an instant because you could, you could, but when they walked in, you, you knew you could, you, you knew you could, you could, you could stay, you could be who you were right then, you know? God fucking damn it, man. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, there's things about like from our journey, like even our, our conversation tonight, there's things that you just naturally understand about me because you lived through. Yeah. Everything like every like our whole lifestyle has been pretty similar. Like, and, I mean, yeah. Again, correct me if I'm wrong. It's just, but there's so many instances where like he just gets it. Yeah. Like he knows because he did it too. Like yeah, I don't it's have like to you even say something. You I'm like, yeah, 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 got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you got it because I know who you are and everything. Yeah. Man. Yeah, yeah. Right. Fuck. So we're both two Nebraska boys. Yeah. What is one Nebraska quirk or thing about you that you just carry no matter where you're going? My, Neba- my Nebraska quirk. Like a quirk or something you think that is just like, that's just who I am because I'm from Nebraska. 
it's just who I am. Or if it's like, it could be as simple as like the fact that we fucking eat chili and fucking cinnamon rolls together. That's a big like, one. That's. <laughs> I would say. I would say. Okay, so I, I just I, didn't know if you had a specific thing. I like, guess all, I, yeah. Let me give you like my top five. Oh, all right. I yeah, top five. Okay. Yeah, cool. I said. I guess I'll give you my top five. Mm-hmm. One is that Dorothy Lynch is one of the greatest fucking dressings that has ever been made. Oh shit! Fuck! I yeah. fucking love Dorothy Lynch, and that is the most regionalized <laughs> reference of all time. Absolutely yeah. nobody listening to this podcast, unless you're from Nebraska or somewhere very close to Nebraska, will know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> Dorothy Lynch is one of the greatest dressings ever made. Okay. Truth. Okay. Okay. Number two, Runza's, Runza's. which like the fucking greatest which, fast food place. Yeah, which world. which correlates directly to cinnamon rolls and chili. Yeah, um, people that think it's entire but, thing with uh, uh, especially the um, the the uh, oh, what are they called? The Tuesdays, the runs of Tuesdays. Oh, um, it's uh, the temperature Tuesdays. Temperature Tuesdays, yeah, yeah. yeah, where you can get the Runza's <laughs> for really like whatever the temperature, the temperature was. Is in Nebraska, yeah, yeah, that is another like like a hundred percent like Nebraska. a Runza is basically everywhere. a meat pocket. Like it's bread. It's a meat pocket. Yeah, it's like it's, a it's like a it's like a pizza pocket, but yeah, with, but with, but if if it was a burger, yeah, with I don't cabbage even, I don't know what the fuck's onion. in it. It's, it's the it's greatest cabbage and ever. beef and like cheese, like whatever you want, really. It just, <laughs> it's just, but it, meat at the base, shit. it's cabbage and beef, mm. and then you can add whatever else you want to it, and yeah. it's just a meat like ground bit. beef is yeah. what we're talking about. But, so yeah. good, so fucking, fucking the best, good. the best, like unreal. Can't unreal. go to Nebraska without getting a Runza. Oh yeah, and every it's single only time available I go. in Nebraska. If I'm, correct. I think it's Nebraska. I think like maybe there's Kansas. like one in Missouri. I know that there's like one in Missouri. Oh okay. And then like I think they've bran- I think they've branched out a little bit to like the surrounding oh, states. Okay. I didn't know that. Just the, like like there's like one or two like here and there like in the surrounding. But in states. Nebraska, it's fucking. But there's a in Nebraska, everywhere. everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. everywhere. Yes. Like I when I when I was telling you earlier about like playing like little league football. Mm-hmm. I played for the Runza the football runs team. team. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Like, and I and we played on the Runza fields. Fuck like yes. those were the fields that we played on. Were the Runza fields? Like, it's a you should huge have huge thing. In you should have that jersey framed. Huge thing. I actually I wore my Runza football. Um, you still jersey that? in no but no well yeah because football jerseys are huge oh, sure. and i wasn't wearing it with pads but i wore it in like a show where i was a football player in college that's fucking awesome. you know <laughs> so like yeah it's like a huge like such a huge thing um i love that i think number three nebraska thing that i carry with me is the nebraska corn huskers mm-hmm like I our carry, literal pro team from where we're from. Yeah, like yeah. I carry that with me, like basically anywhere I go. Like that's mm-hmm. a like that's a huge part of just like growing up. Like the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Like we don't have a we don't have professional sports. No, you know, like we don't. where we come from. So it's like that. It is before anything else. Like UNL is kind of like what everybody kind of sticks to. Yeah. It's the number. I think, if I'm correct, it's uh, when that stadium's filled. It's the second or third biggest city in Nebraska. Yeah, if I'm and, correct. And when we uh, we saw we saw they've sold out every single game since. Oh yeah, consecutive. What, what is it it's, like? Like oh, like, oh shit. We're definitely top three. In way that, over four hundred. Yeah, yeah we're fucking it? just nonstop. I wonder what sells. exactly. I'm not. I have no idea. What yeah, it is, I'm not but, gonna take the time, but. 
it's <laughs> a crazy, like just crazy amount of like it's the number one. Like we have the longest running college football home game sellouts in history right now. Mm-hmm. It's fucking, it's fucking awesome. So big Husker thing, you know. This, those are, I mean, those are, yeah, those are Nebraska things. Like simple. Yeah. I was always like, yeah, certain quirks that people have or like thing like I, how we talk or whatever. I just didn't know if you had like a specific. I think, yeah, I think um, I get a lot of. I say fur. Sorry. I say fur. I say sorry. Yeah, all I say time. I say sorry a lot. Sorry a lot. Um, I say fur a lot. Oh, actually, that's sure. something I want to talk about. I, I do. I have noticed about myself, like being somebody from the Midwest who has moved to New York City mm-hmm. is so funny because now that I've lived here for a year, it's like I will like in in like a 15 minute span of time, I'll be walking down the street and like I'll get in someone's way and I'll be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, here yeah. you go. Like, and or I'll like walk out of like a restaurant or something and I'll like open. I'll be like, oh, sorry. Like, here, let me grab the door for you and I'll grab the door. But then I'm walking behind somebody and I'll just be like, get the fuck out of my way, man. <laughs> and, or like somebody, I'll be like walking in a it's line a little- and then somebody will like weave into my line. I'm just like walking a fucking straight line, man. I'm like, a little New Yorkness is coming yeah, into it. Yeah, it's like, I'm but like, still I'm like, keeping I'm the Nebraska like, I'm supposed politeness. to be nice. Like, what, what am I doing? <laughs> Like, no, know. dude. Yeah, my anxious or patience level for people in the city is definitely uh, disintegrated a lot because yeah. I'll be like, "Why the fuck are you weaving while you're walking? Yeah, Fucking take one foot, put it in front of the other, and let me pass you." I was get literally the fuck out of my way. I was walking down the street the other day, like on my way to a show, and I was like walking just in a straight line. I was walking in such a straight line, and then this like like lady in front of me like weaved over. And, like, as I was passing her, I, like, brushed aside her. And she, like, looked at me. And she was, like, excuse you. <laughs> and and so I had my headphones in. And, like, I was doing the thing where, like, I had my headphones in, but I wasn't listening to anything at the mm-hmm. time. You know, like, a lot of people do that. Like, they're just, like, I'm not listening to music. But, like, I just don't want people to approach me. And so she, like, looked at me. And she, like, <laughs> clearly was, like, this guy has headphones in. She was, like, oh, excuse you. And I stopped. And I looked at her. And I was, like, walking a fucking straight line. And she just, like, stopped. <laughs> And like, just like, didn't uh, she just like stopped in her tracks and like just like looked at me and I just like looked at her and then just kept walking. I was like, she didn't think I was gonna fucking hear her. And like, I was like, I was like, that's what you. I was like, that's what you get for saying something like that. When I was walking, like I was walking in a straight line and she like fucking weaved right in front of me and like, (laughs) like I yeah I brushed past her as I was walking, but she got in my way and then called me out. I was like, no fucking walking a straight line, lady. You don't fucking call me out and then like expect to like just like feel all high and mighty as I walk Fuck away. I was like, girl. no, I'm gonna call you out now. I'm gonna call you out. Fuck that girl. Yeah. All right. One last question before we get into our segments. Okay. okay. Justin Minchow. Yes. What is your your dream or goal in life? If you had to be like, where where's in 25 years, where's Justin want to be? I'm a dad. Dude, I fucking hate you. It's my number one goal. Continue. That's Tell me why. Why? Why is that? My number one goal in life is to be a father. Okay. Um, is there a, is there a reason for that? Um, no, not really. I just uh, I that that has always been the number one. Like every, I've sat down many times. Um, I've, I have written so many, like there have been so many times where I've sat down and I was like, okay, 
um, like at this point in my life, like what are the goals I want to achieve in life? Mm -hmm. Um, where do I want to be in life? And every single time, the number one thing is that I want to be a dad. Mm -hmm. Um, I have like, even the most recent time, like, it's like, yes, like, um, I did one recently where I was like, okay, like I, I, like my goals now, like having gotten to where I was, it was like, yes, I like someday I'd love to like win a reward as an actor. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to get into the film industry and like all of these things, but every single time it has been the number one thing for me is to be a father. Um, it stems from having, I guess, good parenting growing Mm -hmm. up. Um, I'm an uncle. Um, so I've had the opportunity to interact with my niece and my nephew and to get that joy. But I know that there's so much more to it than just being there for the fun times. Like there is like that beauty of creating life and then raising that life, not just having like, you know, like there is like that beautiful. Well, it's a part of you. Yeah, exactly. And there's like that beautiful piece of like being an uncle where it's like, yeah, I'm just around for the fun part. Yeah. You're the fun uncle. Yeah. Like, okay. On Christmas, like me and my niece went down, we danced (laughs) with each other for an hour. And then like me and my nephew, like, messed around like for 45 minutes but the second he cried i just passed him off to his dad You're like, all right, all right i gotta do the like, oh, shit. well like, here oh. we go like i guess it's your problem now <laughs> yeah but there's a beauty in like when i see my older brother take george mm-hmm. or when ruby messes up and like i just like when ruby does something and then my older brother like scolds her and he's like, no, Ruby, you don't say that. And then her initial react- reaction as a child is usually to cry. Mm-hmm. And so she starts to cry, but then he, you know, he goes in and he consoles her. And he's like, no, he's like, don't, you don't have to cry. But that's not, you can't do that. Like, that is bad. What you did was wrong. You don't have to cry about it, but you need to learn from it. And watching my, like watching him do that, like in moments where it's like me and Kyle hanging out with my older brother, Tyler, and like his wife, Marie, and we're all like playing games. And then Ruby does something and he's like, no, he's like, Ruby, no, you don't do that. That is wrong. Like what you just did was wrong. And she starts to cry and he's like, okay, don't cry. You just need to acknowledge what you did was wrong. This is why, but it's okay. Like we're, you know, and like him teaching her and like watching those interactions, like, and watching like my parents interactions, like as grandparents and like watching them grow as people, like seeing their kids have children. I just know that that is what I want. Like my number one goal in life is to be a father. I don't even have to say too much to that, man. I, I, um, that's that's mine too. Everything you just said, because I I have a podcast with my friend Dorothea where I can back that up that I literally answered that question and said the exact same thing that you're yep. saying. So again, the fact that we're so goddamn similar is fucking crazy to me. Yeah. Um, that's fucking wild, man. Um, that's beautiful, and I think I hope that for you, as I hope that for myself too. Yeah. Um, that's fucking great. Fuck, dude. That's 
I don't know if you even knew that about me. Like everything, like that's that's my number one. Yeah, like, I'd love to talk is, about it more if you want to. <laughs> my dream is the fact of like, I mean, it's my dream is also to be a father because like I feel like I the natural thing I'm good at was I mean you look around my fucking room like you see yeah posters about kids and everything I'm like I'm that one right there that one right there has yeah. that one's caught my eye yeah, the entire kids. so Justin's talking the about time <laughs> there um that was my last preschool class. It's a it's a it's a group of what looks like little Polaroid pictures. They might yeah. not be, but that's what it looks like. They're about the size of little Polaroid pictures, yeah, yeah. and each kid is holding a letter, and <laughs> it spells out "Thank you, we heart you." Yeah, we love you. And it's literally like the second I walked into the studio that caught my eye, and I've been waiting to reference it the entire time because it's one of the cutest fucking things I've ever seen, and that's yeah. what I love. I. I I know it, we just keep going into new conversations and new topics. That's but what like, it is. That's what that's what I loved about the the short piece of my life that I spent teaching. Mm-hmm. That was the only part of it that I loved. I hated the politics. I hated the parents of teaching. But at yeah. the end of the year, the kids came together and they all gave me like a couple not and not everybody but a couple of them gave me little tokens and little pieces and those are some of the things that i've held closest to my heart for the past like year and a half since then um turn around grab that plate so yeah so those are thumbprints of god of kids when i when i was in chicago i worked for a place called uh, kinder care so these were i was a toddler teacher and those are every one of those kids' thumbprints that I taught for that year before I moved here that um, the yeah. uh, center director at the time sent to me. Lincoln Park Toddlers 2016. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, everything, it's as a, yeah, I don't have an education degree, but like uh, the, the, I've been able, one of my talents in life is just teaching kids, especially young kids. I can get a two-year-old to stop crying, and I sometimes I can't explain why. Yeah, but I can. It's a some sort of connection that I'm able to do. It's my superpower. Nice. It's the thing that I'm. Someone told me they're like you. You love acting, and you're great at it. You were born to be a teacher, but my my love was performing. Mm. But I'm meant on this earth, probably maybe to connect or whatever so I, I i bring that into father fatherhood yeah is where i'm like that's probably what i'm meant to do is be a father yeah but being a teacher and educating like, yeah it's been when people ask me how do you get through um the hard the like it's it's ridiculous how do you how do you get through all that like working for the same company for five years because because of this because i'm a celebrity at this certain area for five years, I was the 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 coolest person. Yeah, and like this this picture that you're referencing, one of those two of those girls, I taught them since they were four months, in oh, wow. in baby classes, and forty five minute baby classes to where they were three years old taking my three year old preschool class, and it was, <laughs> it helped me get through so much shit. And like yeah. after before COVID, I was done with the company. I was like, I'm. I'm I'm working this and then COVID hits and I'm like I'm not I'm never coming back. But I came back because they were coming back and they were like, We have to see Mr. Dustin. I was like, I'm not gonna leave them as and as, 
that feeling sticks with you all the time. I commend you for that too, because I know when I was working, like when I, I told you, like what, what I was saying earlier, like for my brief span of time that I taught, I got so fed up with the politics mm-hmm. of teaching and the bullshit that the was faculty it? was pulling against me as a new member. And I wasn't necessarily a faculty member because mm-hmm. I was just doing their post. I was doing extracurricular theater, you okay. know? So I wasn't hired as a, I was, hi- I was basically an adjunct. Almost like, yeah, a specialty. Right. Like, oh, you're going to do this. And right. so they, like, they were paying me with like, um, what is it called? It was just like a stipend, a stipend check. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because of that, they kind of treated me like shit, you know, like they, they actually ended up like cutting my pay like halfway through the year. Uh. And then when I tried to fight it, they were like, no, it's because we're giving it to these other people who are like supervising your like meetings because you're not actually a faculty member. And I was like, so I signed a contract saying I was going to pay this much, but I was cutting my pay and it was this whole thing. And so at the end of the year, I told them I won't be coming back. And then just like just knowing that like there were these kids who had given me these things and like like I had they I know had, like, Mr. Letters. Justin is gonna yeah well I, I had letters that were like 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 thank you so much Mr. Minchow for mm-hmm. like this like because the- we had done we did two shows together mm. um, with the younger class and we did one show as like we did a competition show as the other class so I like 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 I drove them on road trips. Like we 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 got into a bus, and so I you drove dealing with them. older kids and like I'm like yeah, two, I was like literally in charge of their lives on yeah. like on like day long trips where I would drive them like four hours and like we would listen to like musicals and like they were singing in the background like <laughs> such a like such a beautiful memory. But like God, and like we had all of this stuff and like I like I had these kids like like the older kids like still email me. Do and they? like reach out to me about like acting stuff and that's awesome man it's it's that's incredibly it's, it's awesome but it's film. so heartbreaking that i was pulled out of i had to i was forced out of their lives yeah because some other people wanted to pull some bullshit because they're they have to do certain things in an educational way where they're saying like I deal with it sometimes too. Where it's like, um, just breaks. Well, not my heart. anymore with the new. Yeah, it's uh, you have to have a certain thing to teach them. Whatever. I'm like, that does have nothing to do if I can connect with the kid or whatever. So sometimes they they forget about people that can make connections easily, and that's the most important thing. Yeah. Even though I'm not fuck. Like, did I tell you? <laughs> so that preschool class, mm-hmm. and a shout out to uh, my teacher Miss Maria, who listens to this. So I'll make sure this is in. So she came back. It was just after COVID. I was not going to come back. I was like, I'm done with the company. I'm over it. Now I'm in a corporate leadership member now. Mm. She she one day, um, so they, they, they just knew I was the biggest Packer fan. Yeah. So one day last year, like before my birthday, Christmas, she had all, she reached out to all the parents and said, dress your kids up in green and gold, like yellow. Oh, man. So, 
because it's Dustin's like birthday's coming up and the Packers are going to be in the playoffs, all this stuff. So I, I come to work. I didn't know anything about this. And when they're coming in, they're all dressed in green, green and, and yellow. That's and oh, I man. was like, it's kind of odd. They're like, Mr. Dustin is for you. It's the, the Packers. Like they knew, they knew that. And these, yeah. these kids are three. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and the parents are like, we're taking pictures. And I was getting videos to where like parent, the kids would go up to um, their mom and dad be like, can we watch the Packers? Because I know Mr. Dustin is watching Wants it. Wants to watch the Packers. So they're watching it while Mr. Dustin is watching the Packers so, with them. It's just beautiful. And like, this is three they, years old. They three. care so much. They ca- they- it's time for Rapid Shots. Number one, what's your favorite cereal? My favorite cereal? Yeah. Um, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Oh. Do you eat cereal on a regular basis, by the way? Um, I eat it like three times a week. Really? Yeah. I don't eat cereal at all anymore. It's like I never one of, buy cereal. It's like, it's like a guilty pleasure at this point in my life. Yeah, I guess. That makes it's sense. like definitely on the weekends and then like one time a week when I'm like not in a rush to get to work. <laughs> you know? <laughs> okay. All and right, it's cinnamon, always Cinnamon, cinnamon Toast, Toast Crunch. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, okay? 100%. All right, who is one of your role models? My role models? Yeah, what's what's one role model that comes to your head? I I, I it might be cliche, but I guess my dad. No, it's not cliche. Like I think my father is like my biggest role model. Okay. That's awesome. What is your biggest pet peeve? Hypocrites. I fucking hate <laughs> hypocrites. If you say something and then you do the exact opposite, I blacklist you out of my life, <laughs> man. Like, Get the fuck out of I here, fucking dude. hate hypocrites. <laughs> to a, just like that is you my biggest too. pet peeve to the day I die. Big, all right, cool. Love yeah. that. What is your go-to TV show to like rewatch? Like if you're just putting on the background or like the show you're gonna can people are gonna probably hate me for this, but it's friends. Is it fr- it's friends. Oh, fucking friends is awesome. It's fucking friends. And like the only thing that can compete with it right now is the Peaky Blinders. Mm. Those are those yeah. would be the two shows that I would I, I like both of those shows I can rewatch just episode like a random episode. Yep. I will watch it and enjoy it. Like still I love a lot of TV shows, but it's Friends and Peaky Blinders. Oh, Friends is on my top five. And I, Friends, I, is, Friends, Friends is Friends is hysterical. I'll, 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 I'll take Friends over Peaky Blinders, though, five, nine times out yes. of ten. See, again, same person. Yep. All right. What's your first impression of Dusty? My first... Imp- <laughs> I ask this every time. I ask this every time to every guest. What was my your first, first impression, impression of, of Dusty? Dusty was like, well, my first impression was like, ah, fuck, like we're gonna get along great, <laughs> and then like, <laughs> like right after that, I was like, oh, all right, he fucking hates me. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess uh, like I'll go, I'll, I'll, I'll base it off of when I walked into your apartment and we shook hands, and then I was like, all right, we're fucking going. I was like, I like literally, I was like, we're going to have a fucking run. <laughs> we're going to have a run. I think that is exactly what I it. thought. I was like, we're going to have a fucking run here. I like that. And yeah. That's so I think awesome. that's what, that's what I'll go with. <laughs> okay. What's your favorite animal? Uh, penguin. Penguin? Penguins. Why penguin? Um, I, I don't, I don't 100% know. I just know that like as a kid, I loved them and then it caught on with my parents and then I got like some like I got like a couple of really big stuffed penguins. Um 
like in my childhood and like that was like my and so that that ended up kind of being like that stuffed animal that i always carried around with me and then like my parents got me the march of the penguins like of the (laughs) movie like as a christmas gift one time and i just like the the emperor penguins the rock hoppers like i i just i love them all like I just really love penguins. I just really, really, really love penguins. Okay, I dig that. I yeah. think penguins are a little boring, but okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um, all right. Who do you text the most? Who do I text the most on a weekly basis? Who who's you know every week who's who gets the most texts from Justin? Who? Oh man, that's a good question. It is a good question. I, I this is a special one for you. Yeah, um, I almost was like, "This is a good chat. It might be me," but I didn't know. Yeah, <laughs> but so, no, like who? Like, do you have like a go-to person you text about random shit every day? So I think, shit, that's a really good question. <laughs> wow, I think that's good because I can edit it. So. I think my uh, yeah. So I think my, I think my, I think I have a, I think it's equally split between like three people. Okay, who is it? Who are the three people? Well, um, uh, three people, but two of them are one person. <laughs> it, uh, like a group chat. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so I think I think from the New York standpoint, when it especially when it comes to the weekends, I text you the most <laughs> from New I York. That. I love that. Um, as to like, Kay. like what we're gonna do Friday, Friday through Sunday. Yeah, I think Friday through Sunday, New York wise, you are my number one text. That's so fucking awesome. Um, I think my number two would be my group chat with my brothers. <laughs> Sorry, my I, I my group chat with my brothers Kyle and Tyler. Um, which is my brother right above me and my brother right below me. Nice. And okay. we text every day. Every day. Every single day we send texts to each other, whether it's about just like current events or things that have happened in the sports world, things that happened to us that day. Um, they're off doing like like an activity for the weekend or for a day or whatever it is. Like we text each other every single day. So though like those two. And then my third would be probably any other member of my family. Okay. Um, whether it be Mike. I, I know that that's like broad. That's probably a little broader it's than what okay. you were looking for. <laughs> I'm not looking for anything. But <laughs> like like I text like I'll, I'll like it'll it'll like whether it's like my mom or my yeah. dad or I just like you know I text one of them about something or I text like I talk to my sister a lot because yeah. she's like my sister is like she's been she's been incredible through like she's helped me through some hard times and like mm-hmm. um especially just like when I was like I I didn't necessarily feel like maybe I was being supported by my family and like some of the decisions that I was making, my sister was always very supportive. Like she always like just there for you. Yeah. And she's told me so many times that like, I'm kind of like a hero to her. And so that's kind of given me like the ability to be like kind of vulnerable to be like, Hey, like I don't necessarily know what I'm doing right now. Like I want to talk to you about this because 
you view she's me. like a, a big guidance guidance yeah like she's it. like she's like my sister she viewed, that with me too I yeah go, she's like, I go she to views your, she views me as like a hero so i want to be like hey like i want to show you that like i don't necessarily know exactly what i'm doing right now can you like maybe give me some guidance as to like what maybe i can do so um i think yeah, honestly, my you're family. A big, you're a big family man, Justin Minshaw. 100%. I, you are. I'm a... Yeah. It's fucking awesome. All right. What is the most attractive thing to you about a girl? Like, number one, like, first thing you, you see that girl, what's the first thing that catches your eye? Bad or good. Do both. Red flag or green flag. Give me good. All right, give me green flag and then give me red flag. My biggest green flag is okay, vulnerability i guess okay. but Openness. not not necessarily being like not necessarily like tell like not necessarily like being deep but just being yourself okay because i feel like so many times like like if you you know like if you meet somebody they're just like so insecure like oh man i feel cool. like saying insecure is like such a, like a like I feel like people like take that like oh like like oh you're being insecure I'm, when I when I say like being in like being insecure it's just like not necessarily being yourself you're not you're uh, maybe not as comfortable or you're um ah, that's insecure sounds insecure sounds bad it sounds bad and like not that's bad. not it's the way I'm trying yeah. not being confident is probably yeah. the or, or not or not just, even that it's just like it, it, it's like. I feel like when like I've had so many experiences in my life where it's like I meet somebody and then we I, I then I learn who you are. Yeah. And I think the biggest green flag is when I just meet somebody and I just know who you are already. Okay. You get who you get. I just know it's like quicker. I feel like you can I feel like you can weed out like when you meet somebody and they're holding something back. Okay. I yeah I I would agree with that too. So yeah yeah. What's your biggest red flag then? My biggest red flag yeah. is when you don't like somebody because they have a fish pick in their profile. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. No. All right, what's your favorite board game? Favorite board game? Yeah. Hmm. That's a good one. <laughs> um, I, I think the, it's wiser. I love the approval adjust. No, that, yeah. that's a good one. Doesn't yeah, it? that's a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. Um, I think my favorite board game to play is wiser otherwise. What? What the fuck is that? You don't know Wiser Otherwise? No. Oh, it's a it's a great game. I'm thinking you're about to tell me like Trouble or whatever. You, what? It's trouble? You don't know what Trouble is? No, you don't know what Wiser Otherwise is? <laughs> no, I have no idea what the fuck that is. Okay, so Wiser Otherwise is a game where... So everybody starts on board one, right? And then okay. there's a pile of cards and you pull a card and... It's like, boom, an old, like, French saying. And then it says the it says the first half of the phrase, and then everybody else has to finish the phrase. So it'll say, like, okay. the, an old French saying, if, if, um, if a man hands you a penny, and then it'll say dot, dot, dot. And then everybody else has to finish the phrase. But then the person who drew the card has the actual phrase. And then everybody submits their phrase. And then the whoever drew the card says all of them. And then you vote on which one you think it is. Oh, okay. And then whoever gets it, like whoever gets the most votes moves however many paces. Whoever guesses the right one moves uh, 
paces and like it's it's very like i don't know i like that okay. I, I, I just really like that game that's gonna have to happen on our game night that we're yeah. gonna have so we can do that all right last last one what would be your superpower if you could choose my superpower you're doing speed flight super strength visibility I think my minds. My superpower would be shit. I don't know if I. Sometimes want I forgot how indecisive Justin is. I was yeah. going to get into this in the podcast, but I'm like, yeah, he's very indecisive. <laughs> he can't fucking. Hey, 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 Justin, what drink do you want? Um, I don't know. I might have this beer. I like, have fuck! I thought you were going to pick pick one. It's so just quick. like when I know what I want, I know what I want, but then when you hit me with a random question, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Fuck, now I, I have was to inter- choose yeah, one, I and now I have of, to stick to that I decision. I thought of this of like, oh, the rapid shots might not go too well. Because <laughs> he's going to be like, wait, what? What'd you say to me? So you don't have I feel like I've done pretty good so far. You have. You have. I've um, been surprised. Okay. No, you don't I'll, have choose, like super- I'll choose one here. So, uh, yeah. okay. Superpower. What do I want? I would choose to have... <laughs> I think okay, this is stupid, but I would have the power to talk to animals. Why is that stupid? That's not stupid. That's fucking dope. I mean, it's not like gonna. It doesn't benefit you, I guess, and it's like a, a right away thing. But that is fucking pretty cool, though. I think that'd be my power. If you could talk to animals, you could be like, "Hey, snake, what are you doing? Yeah, what's up? Yeah, I'm gonna fucking kill you. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna walk away." Like that's pretty fucking dope. That'd be a cool yeah. superpower. That's that's I like that you went that route. Yeah, I think that that'd be my superpower. I like that. Let's wrap it. Universal shots. speech. Universal speech with all fucking things with all um, living beings. The thing is, there's there's six thoughts. So the thing is, now I've changed the segment about. It's just about getting into a deeper conversation. Cool. So some of these are they can get really deep or whatever. They're they're based on six fucking sections, which I'm trying to remember. The red one is about beliefs. Yellow okay. is about life lessons. Uh, gray is about dreams. Green is about being exposed. Light blue is about courage. And dark blue is about self-awareness. So the goal and thing is um, you pick from any of the deck or whatever. You pick which one you're thinking about. Okay. And then we talk about whatever the fuck it is. It's just about getting into a deeper conversation with somebody. So, if you want to pick which one you want, if you need to dark blue, so that is self-awareness. And you, yeah, pick whichever one you want to do, shovel through it, and then we draw it, and we just talk about whatever fucking one it is. This is interesting. Okay. Describe your relationship with your father in one sentence. And this is from self-awareness. Fuck. This is what popped in my head. Um, my relationship with my father is a series of unfortunate events. Why do? You, why a series of unfortunate events? Because, so I've talked about this with a couple of people before. My relationship with my father has been rocky. Mm-hmm. Um. And that's been rough on, I think, both of us. Um, And it comes from a place of both of us caring so much about each other. Mm -hmm. Um, But, and the, 
the hardest part about it is because I know that I've made a majority of the mistakes. Um, being the naive child, you know, mm-hmm. like him continuously trying to teach me and him knowing better so much of the time. But then in the instances where I did know better and instead of taking those instances to um, pursue a better relationship, instead just like using it as a means to get like a sense of vengeance or a sense, you know, like, like, you know, like get the upper hand Mm -hmm. because of the amount of times that I know he's been right. That's what's been like, kind of like the biggest issue. Okay. Um, just because, um, it comes, it, 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 the biggest piece of it, I was, I was the second child, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. and there's that stereotype and it's a stereotype. It like, with every stereotype, it's a stereotype because it's true mm-hmm. in so many ways. Um, my older brother is a poster child, you know, um, is he my, like, is Tyler an idol in so many ways? Yes. Do I envy him? Yeah. Because of like, he was the golden boy. He was the golden sense, boy. Yeah. And like, he like, I mean, my older, like he knew like he got math. Like he, <laughs> un, like he was the, he was the grade a student, you know, like he was a poster child. He was successful in sports. He was successful in theater. He was successful in school. He was a 4.0 student. He got like a 36 Jeez, on his ACT. Christ. And those were the wow. shoes that I stepped into, you know? And that's not who I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I wasn't that, and that's what my parents were expecting from me, that caused a division. And then when I was successful in things, instead of us connecting over it, we you I used it as firepower to get back at my parents instead of um, using it as a way to connect with my parents. Um, And it really took, like I said, my dad being the one who was like, Hey, like maybe this is the road you should take and getting to that point where he was the bigger man in every aspect of the word. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's even to this day, not a hundred percent healed. Like we still have that kind of division in our lives. And it's something that kind of drives me crazy every day. <laughs> that, I'm, so, I'm yeah. sorry for that. I mean, but no, I mean, it's, it's, no, it's I, something I, that I have to work on, but so. I have to, I, I have that too. Fuck. It's a um, lot. Cause I, I, I grow up, I've grown up with, um, that struggle with my father, um, with him not understanding me. And I think, um, that's just a lot to share because uh, <laughs> I have everyone knows of this podcast. If you listen to it at all, I got da- daddy issues, I guess. Is what I was <laughs> like but um, I think if I had to, if I had to sum it up in one sentence, I would say I get it a little more. 
I understand a little bit more as why my dad was a certain way. Mm. Um, every year I think I, I just, it, it clicks to me a little bit more to it. Like, okay, he was trying to show me something. Yeah. And I think I took it in a way where he didn't love me or he didn't want to oh, show that affection. Yeah. And now I'm a little like, still as I, I don't agree with some of the things, um, I get that he only knew one way to do it. Yeah. He only copied what his dad did. And I know his dad, my grandpa was worse than what he was. So he, in his sense was being better, mm -hmm. but even though it wasn't still this to me in that time, I learned that he, he only knew what he knew and he tried his best. Yeah. And I know, I know that even the fact that he didn't tell me he loved me all the time or he didn't like understand when I was like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to do theater now. But now this, like he, he texted me today. He's like, so the show's coming up. Are you, are you feeling okay? Which my dad didn't, my dad's never seen me professionally act ever. Never saw me act in college. Like he's never seen me do anything really? other than high school. So, but he's trying. And yeah. I think now in him getting older, he, he gets it more. So I think, or he's trying to. Yeah. And it's this um, anger I've harbored. I'm like, I just understand it a lot more. Yeah. I get it a little bit more. That would be my sentence, I guess. I, yeah. Uh, and I understand like mine. So uh, yeah. And like what you're saying, like where yours comes from, mine comes from like my, my dad was a product of how his dad was when yeah. he grew up mm -hmm. and it's nothing against my grandfather. I fucking love my grandfather. And like he, like I would say both my grandfather and my father are new men from when they were, when, from when my grandfather was a father, you know, like when he was like the father figure to my dad and not like where yeah. they are now. But from when my dad was where in my position, you know, like where I was growing, you know, like where, where my dad was growing up under my father and like he my, you know, like there were, there were instances where there were events that my father is held to and remembered that have formed how he was a father to me. In that, and like when he told me about those when I was like of age, and I knew why he reacted to certain things that I did the way that he did. Mm -hmm. It's like you said, it's like I understand now. Yeah, I get it now. There's certain actions I'm like, he's trying to, yeah, he was trying to show me that things aren't going to be easy. Like you just have to, f you have to figure it out. You have to yeah. do something or whatever. And I think I this just, is I just why I reacted. This, this is why I was why upset because I'm like, it's going to like, you're not going to be taking care of yourself financially for a while. Cause you decided is, to go to New York this is where you have no family here. here. Like yeah. all this shit. It makes sense. So yep. fuck. This is the drinks on dusty podcast. Thank you for listening. If you're listening, um, Justin, We've been through a journey, even tonight. Yeah. All the things we talked about. I've learned so much about you. Thank you for sharing as much as you have. 
Do you have anything you want to plug? What's going on? I mean, you're obviously in drunk Shakespeare all the time, but like things you want people to look you out for, all that kind of stuff. Oh shit. Um <laughs> fuck. No, not like honestly, no. Like, just don't watch out for me. Um I hope <laughs> I hope I just blissfully exist without you ever noticing me. Um <laughs> You should see him in Drunk Shakespeare. <laughs> completely honest. Three, four times a week. I mean, you're... Uh, yeah, watch out for me on TikTok, I guess. <laughs> he blows up on TikTok all the time. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> you're Live, laugh, love. I don't fucking Live, laugh, care. love. I love that. I, I mean, he's a big deal. You can see him on Drunk Shakespeare all the fucking time. Yeah, kicking, watch it. Yeah, I mean, ass. I guess, like, those are the only things I really... Yeah. Go, go do out, that. Hang up. He's got a fucking major TikTok. He's dope. This has been fucking awesome. This has been probably the best convo I've had. Yeah. And oh, thanks. <laughs> shout out. We're I've out. had a great time. This I've had a fun. good fucking time, too. We talked fucking way too goddamn long. But I love it. Drinks not dusty. We out. Bye. Bye.